welcome to episode 70 of Floating Through Film. This week, we are doing contemporary films, our first of many. Oh, okay. We did Asteroid yeah. City last week. Like, check out our playlist on YouTube, because yes. you'll see them all the way. Oh, yeah. so it's the second of this our, our, second of of our like, little trilogy here. Second of too many, honestly. Of the summer, like... Contemporary movies. That yes, doing. but I am your host this week, Blake, and joining me is Danny. Hello. And Luke. Hi. And this week we're going to be doing uh, Mission Impossible 7, but it's more so going to just be our Tom Cruise podcast, because we decided to pair it with him and Michael Mann's movie, Collateral. Yes, yes sir. Two very different types of like uh, action for Tom Cruise. Well, it's we two honestly, different roles, too. Yes. Yeah. Two just well, two, two different Tom Cruises. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's two different sides of the same man, honestly. Because, like, I could see... Well, like I could see... I could see Vincent... I could see Vincent being Ethan Hunt. Well, like, and I could see Ethan Hunt being Vincent. Well, but, like, because, like... Because, like, you just think of, like, Tom Cruise running after Jamie Foxx. We'll get to this, obviously. Okay. But well, you can just think of Tom Cruise running after Jamie Foxx. And then you just think of Ethan Hunt like running on on everything. Well, yeah, it's the is. same type of running. It's just like one is used for like this evil maniacal purpose, and the other is used for like saving the world. Yeah, I, just, I, I, just, I just like to think that like collateral, like Vincent's like the actual dark side of Tom Cruise. You know, like yes, basically. Okay, he's, 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 he's like the. the, the no, stuff behind thinking, that, that, uh, that, like the actor eyes of Tom Cruise. Basically. I was just thinking that. This is like him running after you to tell you about so or uh, <laughs> what, what, Scientology. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but you saying this is like uh, two si- two sides of the same Tom Cruise or something? To me, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I can see you're saying. But my issue is, I don't know if this Tom Cruise that exists in Collateral exists anymore. He has like, a lot of play the villain. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. This is like a former. This is why it's it's almost kind of a sad episode because it's like we're doing a. A Tom Cruise that actually used to act and stuff, you know, and actually would play villainous roles or roles where the you know he actually dies at the end of the movie, like yeah. dramatic, Versus like dramatic. Now, like dramatic. it's gone to such an extreme where like he's even like more than a superhero at this point, you yeah. know. Like, he's a super spy. He's yeah, a he's a super spy. Stuntman. Like, he's a stuntman, which is also part of the aura of Tom Cruise as yes. more of like he can't play even a human character anymore. But like, like I think this is what makes comparing these two movies interesting is if you think about the ending of Collateral where he's the villain like from the very beginning you know yeah. there's no question in it, he's the villain even though he has his moments where you, you gain well, some yeah, sympathy he, for him and yeah you can see he's, he's more of a complex character but still he's a sociopath yeah, yeah like, from the yeah all the way through basically but versus uh, in uh, Dead Reckoning where even like this is a part one of a movie yes so theoretically they could have easily ended the movie with Gabriel having the key and ending the movie with that, you know, and honestly, it would have made it more exciting as a part one ending. But yeah. it's like, of course, Tom Cruise can't even lose in his part one at the end of the movie. So <laughs> no, remember he yeah. like it's like, oh, I just sneak the key at the end. Yeah, that's and Gabriel like, oh, what? He's like, oh, what? They stole the key. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm saying that's that's the difference though of the Tom Cruise. Like you can literally see those two moments. Like they basically have to write in something like to see Tom Cruise won. Like it's his contract. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, I guess you see this with a lot of stars in movies. But Tom Cruise yeah. is maybe the most extreme example where yeah. we see him. Well, the Rock, the Rock has stuff in his contract that he can't lose on screen. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and Vin Diesel. But they're more like they're just from the beginning. Like yeah. they can never play the Vincent role, you know. Yeah. Even the Rock has in uh, Pain and Gain. He, he's interesting, okay. but uh, he's got some interesting roles. We just alienated. We got some people clicking <laughs> off right now. Okay, come on. Bad movie. You like that movie? It's a great movie. It's a great movie. 
surprised you don't like it. It was my. I think it was my first Michael Bay's, but okay, yeah. You, you he's also still not the best director. I, I've come around a little oh, bit okay, on him, but come okay, on, okay, okay, like, okay. Come on. but still, we'll get to that later. <laughs> he's not delusional. We'll <laughs> But um, but no, but I said, but you can see what I'm saying though. Right? Yes, How, no, like, yeah. He's basically turned. Yeah, because like we a, t- we just talked about Magnolia. Like we we yeah, said the same yeah. thing last week or two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> um, whenever uh, we were talking about Magnolia and Tom Cruise, because he doesn't do those type of roles anymore, like the roles where you have to act, like yes, he said. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. like, okay, what's the movie? Uh, I'm forgetting the name. Where he's like plays like an agent and stuff. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Yes. yes. Uh, like, think about how like uh, he is in that movie where he's like you know the. It's like when we say he's like the exact opposite of who he is in Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know? Like I haven't seen it. But oh, you haven't seen no. it, but he's like way like, but he's also way younger and stuff. He is but way younger. Like he doesn't play like yeah he just plays basically like superheroes at this point to me. Yeah. Which yeah. uh, it's not a bad thing, and I guess we'll get into that Mission Impossible, but well yeah like it works in, what, it works in like Fallout really well. It like, does yes exactly it does. Especially the aging hero in that one too. Yeah, That's why yeah. like, honestly, Fallout is like a great send off. Uh, Fallout, Fallout is so amazing. good. It, it's like it's almost like it, it almost hurts the franchise because it's like how do you follow that up yeah. at this point? Like yeah. so much expectations. So That's much. why I really wish the way to follow it up Fallout is to go smaller, in my opinion. And they okay. they keep just trying to go bigger. Like they they invent this NFT. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we should do. Do we want to just start with Mission Impossible and then go to collateral? I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's I'm just start with Mission Impossible because we don't have our notes like we usually do. On yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so. No. Yeah. So Mission Impossible. Quick thoughts on the franchise, I guess. First, I mean, we are you're the biggest fan, one. probably. I I do love these movies. I love I like movies. I love most of them. Like the first and third one are, I think, easily my least favorite. I don't know. I think I think the third one is honestly easily the worst. Although most people say it's Mission Impossible Two, but I I just can't I I, I can't hate Mission Impossible Two. It's like one of my favorites. I, want, I think this I want is one of those them. franchises where like if people are big enough fans of them, where they like watch them all. Like every time a new one comes out, they watch them all. Yeah, which I think is a big reason why they, a lot of these survive too. Yeah, it's like every time one of them comes out, like people are just reminded them when they go watch the older ones and stuff. Oh yeah, but uh. I think everyone has their own favorites from what I've seen. They like, do. Especially just on yeah. Twitter and stuff. No, because they're... Because especially the first three are all, like, really different. Yeah, they're all different oh, yeah. directors. They're, well, they are all different. Well, so is the fourth one. The fourth well, is the, the first three are very well, much yeah, products of their right. time, too, I feel like. Especially, like, two and three. They, they feel like they were made in the 2000s. But see, you say that, but I disagree at least a little bit, because Christopher McQuarrie's... Uh, Mission Impossible's, at least to me, feel so much more like John Woo's than they do Brian De Palma's or J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going more so the bombastic action, schlocky action hero kind of route, basically, with these okay. with these movies. Like, But he's missing, like, the John Woo, just, like, <laughs> emotional attachment, and, like... Not in, not in 5 and 6, honestly. I like 5 and 6 quite a bit. I still, I still like 7. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get, so, like, I'll just yeah. get my thoughts on 7 yeah. real quick. Like, I don't, I do, I don't, I don't dislike this movie at all. I actually liked it quite a bit in the movie, and, like, in the theater. I really did like it. It plays well on the screen. Um... I think <laughs> I do think it's really stupid. Oh yeah. Like it's just a, it's just a fucking stupid story. Like but I think that works with what I'm saying. Of of like it's, he's kind of going this more like schlocky kind of spy spy route. Like superheroes are supposed to be schlocky. They're not supposed to be like high art basically. Like and that's and I don't know. I I I, <laughs> I really I just I just like how stupid this movie is honestly. All right. I because he even 
we'll get to some scenes that, that I'm thinking of specifically, but like that Fiat scene would not be in a, in a, a quote unquote serious action film where you just have this like the sound design and this Fiat basically just making all these ridiculous sounds and the, just like this big comedy scene basically in the middle of the, in the middle of a chase. Like, right, you don't get that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, in, like, I can see, like, movies, to me, basically. that seemed kind of annoying me, because I just don't like car chases most... I agree with Chaplin, where he, where he said he didn't like chases in movies. <laughs> oh, um, that was, that's just a Buster Keaton-like jab, so... <laughs> they beef okay. They beef well, There are chases are good, though, but it's, like, it's really hard to do a good movie chase without it just feeling like, why didn't they just cut this out of the movie? <laughs> Especially in this one. I mean, it's like, why is this fucking two hours, 40 minutes? <laughs> It's, it's It is For part one, so they're saying, they're saying this story, this bad, this literally bad story where they could have just told two different <laughs> movies. Like, why does this story deserve a, two parts? Money. Unless the second half is really going to be really bad. <laughs> Unless the second half, I could be wrong. And that's partly the whole part one aspect. Like, it's the reason why I didn't want to, like, have too much thoughts on Dune part one when it came out. Because yeah. it's like, and, I, uh, and same thing with Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh, the, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh, damn. I mean... That's a part one. I, it is a part one. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, no, I know. I, I know. That's a I spoiler. Knew. I think that's no. I think I think it is technically a spoiler, but I'd already seen that on Twitter because like seen that's it. one. It's I haven't seen it. Yet, so. But I, I, I knew, knew, knew that was gonna happen. I knew. I knew okay, it was a part one. Okay, yeah. But either way, they keep doing that for money purposes, basically to get yeah, people attached yeah. to them and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this story doesn't deserve a part one. Like from what I've yeah. seen from the just an a, a yeah. basic ass AI story of like oh there's a key and then they have to get no but actually there's a happy it's actually a happy like dude you you have it's to because so I watched because uh, I watched so uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast and I bring yeah. this up because it's literally the same exact story where in Transformers Rise of the Beast where they're like oh there's a key that actually you know unlocks the universe or whatever and I don't know it. but then. No, but then this happens, and actually, Rise of the Beast actually has a better... Uh, oh, yeah. oh shut up! Because, no, I don't, I disagree. I'm saying not... No, because this is a way better way movie in terms of just stunts and everything. Everything else, acting and everything. But I'm saying just story-wise. Like, in this movie, it's like, oh, there's actually a half-key, and they actually have that both half for the keys to work. And, and, it, ha and it, it, it won't, like, they can have a... They, they can have, like, this uh, fake key, but it won't work with the actual yeah, key. Yeah, 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 no, exactly, exactly. So you, don't, you never know unless you have both halves. You never basically. know if you... Unless yeah, both but the true actually, names. Transformers <laughs> has a better twist because they find the key halfway through the movie, and you're like, and then they, he brings it up to um, uh, the evil Decepticon. I forgot his name, right? but like uh, Megatron. It's not Mega. Whoever Megatron is reporting to. Oh. Uh, Omicron. Mega, Megatron. Omicron. No, I forgot. No, it's not. That's a, that's that's Futurama. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Um, but anyway, they find out halfway through the movie, wait, this is only half of a key. And they, oh. the second half of the movie is finding the other half. Okay. Which is literally this fucking movie. Which is literally this It is. Movie. It's like, it oh, is, it's so yes. bad. It's like, this is what deserved a part one, and we're going to get a, we, a part two, too. It's like, it almost annoyed me watching it. And that's why, like, the car chase was also annoying me, too. It's like, oh, we're just really watching about people getting keys. <laughs> and it's like, and comparing it to Fallout, too, because we brought up yeah. Fallout. We brought up Fallout. Fallout's, like, super interestingly, like, yeah, like, like uh... I just like Henry Cavill too way more. In it. Oh, like, he's yeah, an interesting yeah. kind of like third dynamic in yeah. it. Uh, no, like, Henry Cavill, especially his arc in this movie for sure. Yeah, like, it's like uh, it's a, he's a good foil with uh, Tom Cruise as yeah, a comparison. You know, like the old aging vet versus like the young like huge like uh, agent versus this one is like Haley Adwell just feels forced to me. Like it feels like Ilsa, like it feels yeah. like uh, Ilsa Faust or uh, what's the actress? Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Um, 
like she couldn't do the next movie or something and so like oh fuck we have to like find a replacement yeah. like that's what it feels like to me and that, that's probably what happened because why would they else would they kill her off too yeah, yeah. It's, like, um, she's like yeah, yeah. We'll it's sad that they killed her off yeah. she's one of my yeah. favorite she's characters. a great character so, why, yeah. did they, why did they just force in another character for a, like this is the next one's supposed to be the last one too right or have they well the last McQuarrie one probably oh not the last oh uh, I mean Mission it has Impossible. to be the last Mission Cruise Impossible. one you never know with Tom yeah. Cruise on yeah, I guess you never know yeah. but still either way like, but I can see them like continuing it on with a different actor too I mean they're gonna which, try yeah which yeah we'll Tom Cruise will never reigns I guess Haley Atwell yeah, no, it should be Rebecca Ferguson, if anyone, you know. She's the only one that could... And Henry Cavill should come back, but... He's dead. Yeah, they can bring him back. They did it in Superman. He took a helicopter chain to the forehead and fell down a mountain. He can't come back. He can't come back. They're going to introduce a multiverse. He's going to come from a different multiverse dimension. Okay, they could literally be like, we built a robot based on him, and it would be the exact same. The AI uses Henry Cavill's body. Hey, that's part two, probably. No, you never know. He just has a little disfigured face or something. We're talking about Fallout. We should be talking about That's kind of my point, too. It's like, this movie doesn't have the kind of just... I don't know, the kind of excitement that that one has. It's It's a lot more like exposition based which I'll, I'll get into my yeah, thoughts like yeah. that's kind of my big problem with it it's just like there's some good set pieces but it's just like they, they feel like they have to to stop the plot stop whatever's happening like the flow or whatever just to like pour out exposition that's like not even interesting yeah, like this. like like simply i think of like nolan like with like inception where like the first half of that movie is like all exposition there's but like it's interesting he's like interestingly yeah, like bringing like he's like inter- showing it to you really interestingly this one, they're like... It feels more personal, too, that kind of exposition. Yes. Where it's like, what if we could go on a dream? Like, he makes you feel like that kind of... Uh, what's her name? Ellen Page. Yeah. Like, you're, like, in her view, like, finding out about Just exploring, this like, a different, like, uh, side of reality. Yeah, yeah. But this, this is just, this like... This like, ah, uh, just feels very generic. Oh, like, oh, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna exchange, like, one-liners every time. Yeah, just yeah. explain to you the plot, like, and just, like, stop all, like, the flow of it, basically. Which, yeah. It Which, it's such a... Because Fallout is definitely, like, my favorite. Well, the first... I mean, the first... 30, 40 minutes of this movie is all exposition, I'm pretty sure. And there's a, there's one interesting part, because we're all kind of like the first third, I guess. It's like, uh, I, I know Luke really liked this. I think we all like this yeah, scene. Okay, of, yeah, I know you're saying. The green that. smoke. Oh, that's that, that it's smoke the first thing my favorite but that, movie. that exposition lasts a long time. Yeah. Like, when they're talking. And, and he's like, like wearing the mask. And the editing and is super like weird. It's super like yeah, disjointed yeah. and clunky. And yeah, like, I think it's one of the better better uses of like, where's the AI though? Like, what like what's the AI's power basically? Because we see later on, obviously, he has a human counterpart. But at this point in the movie, we don't know if like we don't know if Tom Cruise is, is like is is a is is that man that's walking in the room. Like that man could be anyone. Like, because we just got done with like, I'm pretty sure the AI's like them talking about the AI, and then we cut straight to that. So it's like to me, like whenever I was watching, I was like, "Is this like an AI? Is this one of the you AI?" Think that guy basically? might be AI too. Yeah, that's like is he like that's what I was thinking at the time. So whenever Tom Cruise oh, reveals himself, it it's great. actually well, it's yeah. actually a really good reveal. Just like the, the the look of him, like holding the no, because like, like he just with the glasses puts on. the mask in his guy's lap. Yes, just makes him like imply like what he's about to do. Yeah, yeah. And just like yeah, the look of him with the glasses, like about to do it. So cool. no, it is good. It is that's a great scene, and like there are very like. At least there is a basis of you're going to get great action in Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's still that in this one, too. There is. And the stunts are really, really good, too. It just feels like two two hours 40, and it feels a lot more expedition-based. And, like, maybe just chasing a key for just the sake of chasing um, a key's sake. I mean, it's a three-hour-long chase scene, so... It is, yeah. yeah. Which, oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, we, 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 someone, someone needs to how many times they said key in the movie. Oh, it's a lot. They but say see, what? How many times they say the word key? 
Okay, movie, yes, yeah. yes. No, I literally had that thought in my yeah, head. Like, like, yeah, I literally so, Someone just needs to bring in like a like a yeah. counter or whatever. In Everyone there. take a shot whenever you hear the, the word key or the Honestly. word entity. Or okay. what? Or entity. <laughs> entity or AI, yeah. I die. I, you don't even have to say AI because at a certain point they just stop calling it AI and it's just the entity yeah. from there. And like, I like I, that's one of the parts I actually don't hate just because it's so funny. It's so funny that they decide to call which, it a, the entity. Which you do kind of make a good point though is maybe like, and I am focusing too much on the plot where this is not a plot movie. You watch it for the action. But yeah, they focus like, too much on the plot. They do though. That's why. Yeah. It's but like, see, that's why. That's why I was. That's, why I was, yeah. that's, that's that was my greater point of like why I love Mission Impossible two so much specifically is like it doesn't really give two shits about the plot. It's only there for the action stunts. Well, and the romance. That's very heavy. That's part of the bad. That's part of the bad. But I will say, the second half of the movie. Yeah, you're definitely right about. Yeah, but like and the action in that. That's why I disagree with the Wu movie. Like in some ways, especially with this one, maybe in. Uh, Rogue Nation and um, Fallout, but it's like Wu's action always feels to me more personal and close, you know, in all his action. Well, yeah. You know, this one is like it's just the way he films. It, yeah, yeah, sure. the way he films and stuff, uh, and the way he uses music and everything. Like this one is like just kind of generic in a lot of those aspects, uh, mostly. But I, I like I don't I sound like I'm hating. I still had a fun time in the movies. Yeah, watching. no, yeah, it's a good like yeah, it's, it's you're never gonna like, not you're never not gonna have a fun time yeah, watching no. Mission Impossible movie. No. Theater, and it's like so. and what I'm saying is like you don't have to even care about the exposition really. You know, you could kind of just zone out, eat popcorn too. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you'll hear the words entity and they're going after this guy. <laughs> you'll know exactly what's going on in the next scene, even if yeah. you don't pay attention. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going they're going for half a key. They'll show it like a few times. Like it's not that hard to pay attention, even you know if you're not paying attention to the plot. So yeah. We should talk about, like, what do we like about it overall? Well, should we, like, like go through, like, the set pieces one yeah, by yeah. one? Maybe, like, okay, so, like, how would you the, describe the, the, the opening? We, we didn't really discuss it, but when, when you yeah, see the, 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 the summary, that, that was cool. Yes. It's like, cool, yes, with the AI actually, like, a thought of what AI could do. Like, like yeah, yeah them seeing, like, the thing is not the ship or whatever that they're shooting at or the yeah, submarine yeah. is, like, not real. Like, and then, that, then, that's, that is crazy. Like, what if your yeah. computer's just got taken over? And, and then it comes back. Well, it's going to happen probably soon, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like it coming back to yeah, them and blowing up is, is really cool. But then it's like, why was the this whole entity thing on this thing in the first place? Well, they explained it later. It was the Americans that put it on there. Oh, the key? No, they they put they made the AI. <laughs> I think <laughs> the AI. <laughs> How did you explain this? No, no, no. The, I'm pretty sure the Americans put the AI onto the Russian submarine somehow to make it destroy itself. But then they lost the key, which wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what happened because that, so that, like, was, that was exposition the in the movie First at some point. never explained who made this or anything. Maybe that's part two or something. Maybe I think well, it'll end up being like Ethan wrote the code back in the day or something. <laughs> and it was like it got away from him or something. Someone, but, uh, they, I'm pretty sure they say who made it. Is it the Russians <laughs> or was it the Americans? I don't. I don't remember so think about it. these people are smart enough to make this thing. But they're like leaving keys on submarines and stuff that right. explode. Well, they made the AI, but the only thing that can destroy it is the two key. Or they don't know what they don't know what the two what the key does. Actually, they don't know what the key does. Yeah. Yeah. No, the key does. AI yeah. does really with the key. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, they don't know what the key unlocks. <laughs> they yeah. don't know if it's a way to shut it down or make it. Someone more can they make counter for our episode. See how many times we say key. Honestly, key. At this point. <laughs> it's way better when just Ethan Hunt is like. They think he's the bad guy all of a sudden for some reason. You know? Yeah, he's been every time. Go back to that. Yeah, yeah, just go back, just to, go back, that. back to that. Yeah, not this like, oh, Ethan is—he's actually the only country we can trust because all the other countries are actually evil. So he wants to get his hands on the key first and destroy it. Yeah, that's basically why we're cheering for him. 
He doesn't want to destroy the key. He wants to use it, maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he wants to use it, maybe, if he can find out what it does. Plus, <laughs> dude, this guy has never killed anyone on purpose. Ethan, I don't think. Oh, he definitely has. He has to have. He's shooting at people all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mission Impossible yeah, like 3. Like, he's, like, he's, like, running it with a submachine gun in the open. But has he ever <laughs> killed the main villain just, like, in cold blood, kind of? Yes. Not in cold blood, no. <laughs> like, how they assume he's going to do in this one with Gabriel. Because remember, they're like... Actually, they- did he in Mission Impossible 1 technically kill him in cold blood? Since, uh, well, because they're the whole thing in Mission Impossible 1 is like their team leader betrayed them, and I know he finds them later, but I don't remember if he kills them or not. But that could definitely be in Cold Blood. Okay. You could definitely say he killed Because the whole thing is like, the whole thing is like, when we get the grand speech from, uh, uh, who's the assistant? Uh, Bing Rames' character. Ving Rhames. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember his name. Uh, Either way, when he's telling him, like, Luther. Yeah, he's like, AI knows. (laughs) That you're gonna go and try to kill Gabriel. <laughs> so what you have to do is go find him, but don't kill him. Because there's a part two coming out. He doesn't say that for last one. He doesn't say that. Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we need box office now. <laughs> yeah, we need, a, we need a cliffhanger. You know? So you can't kill him, but you can steal the key. <laughs> because you would kill him in any other instance, basically. It's like, when would he ever do that? Like, what? I mean, he killed his wife, didn't he? Or his girlfriend or something? No. Flashback scene? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because oh, yeah. I think they do. That is one of the bad. They do an interesting like, flashback like, of like uh, the reason he got into it was like the same reason Haley Atwell's getting into it. Like he used to be a thief for like a you know an outcast. Like why he got into Mission yeah. Impossible in the first place? Well, so that guy killed his killed his girl. Yes, yeah. Is that a, that's new though? I'm pretty sure they just like. Yes. I don't think no, I don't. Know, yeah. I don't think that's ever been. Anyway. It's like oh, yeah, exactly. this guy, this guy, like, why do we need that? We already care no, about him. Yeah. Uh, and so like, he's like, so many annoying like, things like that. And of course, we're setting up this guy. Oh, Tom Cruise, of course, used to know him. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Like, why do we need? It's like it does so many unnecessary things, you know. Basically, yeah, it does. And like Fallout, just like feels so streamlined, you oh, know. Because I just you know rewatched that one recently. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, it's so opposite. Honestly, so it's it, kind of let down just from that. Is it is it, is it is it crazy to say I think Fallout Fall just looks a lot better too? Like, yeah, it does because. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna just. Should we? Talk, I don't want to talk about the end scene if we're gonna talk about some other stuff. Like, we should talk. I mean, about we that. should talk about these, at, these last set pieces are a lot of the movies in a lot of ways too. Well, we, the like, car though. chase scenes are very good, honestly, in my opinion, at least because I mean they're they're pretty and they're pretty decent stunts, especially whenever they are, they're driving yeah. the Fiat and they like the scene that I was talking about that I thought was funny is whenever they're driving it down the stairs. Yes. And the sound design is honestly hilarious. Yeah, it is. But um, whenever they go over, they actually do the flip inside the car, and then I mean then they, they, then they flip positions in the car. Like yeah, that, that was that's also okay, a great that's gag. Was good. That was a great gag just in general, but it's also just but a really good Ilsa. stunt. It should have been Ilsa though. Like that's what. Yeah. I just don't. To me, maybe that's another reason why I don't like it. It's like she just feels forced to me as a character. That's fair. Well, she's I mean, just, she's just the classic like uh, noir like uh, girl where like you know she has like a troubled past and she's always like trying yeah, to escape yeah. uh, the guy trying to work with her basically. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah. That like happens like. Maltese Falcon and all and such and other action movies it's quite yeah, common see. trope yeah I can see that but, yeah, but we, we kind of skipped over like probably one of my favorite better, one of the better action scene, uh, action set pieces in my opinion the airport because okay there's one element I don't like and it's the whole riddle shit with Simon Pegg like 
I actually kind of like it. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's, a, that's a stupid. That's a stupid. It's moment, stupid. Though. I like it's it. Really stupid. Like, I, I don't know. It just felt like so much. Like this is cool enough. Like why? Honestly, yeah. It's like they, they have to give the side character something yeah. to do you know, so they can feel important. But like I really like. They couldn't think of something creative when it's it all for combined. the jokes. But yeah, but I'm for the jokes too. But yeah. I really like the kind of trying like. The the like, they're like hiding from Tom Cruise. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's confused on what what's happening with the key and like, and now and now like he has to like uh, basically uh, not be detected and then like uh, and like the fact that like, the, the whole joke about like uh, them hacking the security cameras so that they think Tom Cruise is people and they're walking up to people and like trying to tear their face off. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, that was kind of funny. Yeah, that, but that's all they oh, needed. Yeah, they didn't have to add all the stuff. Yeah, like, and then now exactly. there's like and then they add just a stupid like yes. riddle <laughs> stuff and it's like because uh, that that AI it, uh, yeah that's a really good point because the AI stuff could be interesting like there's little moments where, like oh, there damn, are like, interesting like when when Tom Cruise is wearing the sun the, the glasses that, yeah and he sees him for he sees him for a second through the reflection no 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 he has augmented glasses yeah it's changing in real time it's changing in real time that's like that's that's an idea that happens deja vu kind of but it's like four it's yeah, like yeah, four yeah, days yeah, in the yeah, past yeah. but it's still happening in real time yeah which is obviously a way oh, better movie so but oh, <laughs> deja, vu, deja vu is better than this yeah, I agree yeah. with that but. but still like there's little moments of that kind of interesting things you could do with even a movie like this where it's just like no we have to go back to finding a key and you know uh, a chasing you know yeah. which doesn't involve the most creativity and to me that the problem comes the action isn't like as great to me as some of the other ones too you know it just seems maybe like I don't know, like, the car chases I didn't love, and... Well, yeah, uh, there's not as much, like... Yeah, it's just more chasing. Yeah, it's I think more that's chasing. kind of the main idea. And I, that's, I, we, I'll just talk about the third, what I thought about the third act. Like, I do like a lot of the train stuff, too, but to me, it's like... I could tell... I could see a lot of the CG and, like, the, well, yeah. the train cars and stuff, and, like, it just felt a little more, like... I don't know, like, Fast and furious well, yeah, like, more I, than Mission well, Impossible. I really liked that, that, that. Like, to me, that's, like, a distinction, like, a... I don't know, fine distinction, but it's still there. Well, I really like the old, like the whole like train falling stuff, like you know when they're doing that. But then like it kind of ruins it at the end with the whole the Palm Clemency character, like saving them. Oh uh, yeah, and like yeah, then yeah. she dies. Or yeah, whatever. why is she in there too? Like, which I think she had a lot of potential. I just feel like because like she has a really interesting like look to her. She's got a great look. She's also really funny. Like I like her face whenever she's destroying everything in the car chases. Just they she has a, she has a really good face honestly for the camera. Yeah, I mean yeah, and but, like and uh, I mean her, the, or, like her hand to hand actions like really cool. Yes, but then like really, it's just I, like I, feels I, like because like we did like one of the biggest scenes that we skipped over before like whenever you skip to the to the train scene was. Ilsa Faust's death. Like, that's okay. actually one of the best se- the best sequences in the entire movie. Okay. It's because like, it shows, it shows like, the AI first off, it's to the point where, obviously, it's, like, it's like mimicking uh, Benji's voice. Like, this is yes. stuff that, that yeah, people are... Really like, the AI's already getting really good at this shit in real life. Yeah, like, of, like, mimicking, yes, mimicking exactly. people's voice. It makes voice. you think so about ideas like that. It makes yeah, you think of that. Okay. But, like, he's le- she, like, the AI's leading him into a trap with those yes. two characters, yes. which leads to a really good action scene between them. But it's also, it's like cut, it's like simultaneously cut with um, Ilsa Faust and... Uh, Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. yeah, that's the name. Gabriel, okay. um, Gabriel's uh, fight. I do apparently this, you, was yeah. a, uh, apparently this was originally supposed to be Nicholas Holt in this role, too, as Gabriel. Hmm. I don't know, I don't, I don't really I like, know. I like the actor that he got for this. I mean, yeah, yeah, I like him, too. It just, he does feel like, too, just yeah. bland. But like, he feels yeah, like a Benicio evil, just, yeah. character. Yeah. But yeah, but I'll say what I've been yeah, about. Yeah, I, I was gonna say <laughs> what you saying about the actually. I agree with you about like the AI like tricking like impersonating him is kind of cool. But to be honest, I did not like the action in that scene, especially the the whole like tight corridor thing where he's finding the two people. 
As it, well, like the lighting in it, I didn't. I, it's like, uh, it's like ugly to watch. Hmm. Too. I don't I, think it's ugly to watch actually. Either. And then, but like, the, he does kind of give him the uh, Dark Knight choose your woman basically. Yeah, which I was confused about because why is that happening? Like it just like it got so like. Well, it's showing the AI knows everything they're doing. Like that's the scene. That's that's whenever they're figuring it out because I'm pretty sure Gabriel said whenever they met at the uh, nightclub or whatever. That by the end of the night he's gonna have the key and one of them is gonna be dead and he'll have to make the yeah. choice of who. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and really it's the AI that made the choice, but I don't know. But that yeah, that's the, I don't know. It's just like and then like her showing up to the bridge is like kind of kind of made me I, I roll my eyes. No, I love. That. I don't She's know. like an amazing assassin in all these movies, but she gets killed by one guy that doesn't even look that like. Insane. Well, I'm pretty like, sure that's at least implied that he's a major assassin too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I Come mean, on. <laughs> it should have been at least like a multiple. Well, he, he has like a tiny knife too the whole time. And she has yeah. like a whole katana. A rapier or something. He was kind of jokery. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Joker is actually, you know, a super great assassin uh, martial artist super too. Like, assassin. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just really don't like the lighting in this. Like, that's like my I can, main problem I can see with what you're that. saying. It just, like, it's yeah, so it doesn't stand out. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's nowhere near as like ugly as J.J. Abrams. Uh, <laughs> ugly, ugly lighting masterclass in Mission Impossible 3. Like, that's, like, literally unwatchable. But this is just, like, ugly to watch. Like, I hate it. I don't know. I, I disagree with that point. So All right, Blake. Okay, defend us. Defend the third act. Do you, do you like the this? The third act? Yeah, uh, or this the whole... Because the whole... Train, I'm saying third act is basically this final set piece. You know, the train... All, everything well, on the train. There's also getting, the... Getting, him, getting to the train. Him jumping off the cliff is cool. Yeah, getting to the train. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. Getting to the train, yeah. So I have to defend it because you guys don't like I it. I like it. Well, okay, I like it. I, like, I think you like it the most, basically. No, I feel like I'm hating on it a lot for most of the Yeah, but, like, I didn't I didn't like the... The impersonating stuff kind of got... Like it's like it was like cool at first, but like I don't know, it's like it's hit or miss. The, the, the whole, I, I, I love the idea. So like, and yeah, the idea is cool. It's just like I mean, you have to you have to buy into Haley Atwell in that scene. Which, yeah, I mean she. But dude, Fallout House the CNN one, right? With the CNN guy. Actually, that's not that's not is that that's Fallout. But that's I'm pretty sure that's Fallout. CNN guy. Where they fake the C- whole CNN set and everything. Oh, okay, I think that is Fallout. Yeah. Yeah. That is Fallout. Correctly, yeah. yeah, like they'll never top that one. That, yeah. was that was an amazing one. Oh yeah. No, that was that was actually insane. No, but <laughs> no, because this one, like, well, I guess you have to not necessarily buy Haley Atwell, but buy buy Vanessa Kirby acting as as acting as Haley Atwell, because like this is where we see no other way around. Yeah, Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell acting as no no Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa, wait, she has the mask though, doesn't she? Haley Atwell is wearing the mask. Yeah, that, so is Vanessa Kirby acting like Haley Atwell. Except she's except Haley Atwell's character's trying to act like Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but it's Vanessa Kirby doing the scene, so you have to yes, buy into yes, that. Yes, so yes, That's no, why I'm yes, talking. Yes, about. Yes, yeah. But like, See, this we're is, both this right. Is, yes, no, <laughs> it's where it's where it's where the convolution of the story yeah, gets yeah. like gets to the point of just like hilarity, honestly. Because that was like an Astro have... City moment right there. Oh my god. Um, no, but this is where the where the story obviously gets really complicated because we're figuring out who's after who's after the key basically like who's actually buying is the is the uh, uh, the, the CIA guy the, no uh, it's like, pa- yeah, yeah the MI guy the or MI whatever guy. like their their boss or is whatever. he good or evil he's evil for sure <laughs> is he because he's the one no, he's evil. Tom Cruise is also the one is like well, I know we can trust him he's evil <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna just his voice alone like well he's isn't he the one that said that. They made it or something? I, like, you guys... I no, but he's evil in the way, like, every government wants to go after it, and he's just yeah. why the government's going after it. But, but Tom, he wants to use it also, which is... Yeah, but every government wants to exactly. use it, obviously. Yeah. But that's why, he's, that's why he's supposed to be evil. 
But awesome. Tom Cruise also is the one like who trusts him to hire Ailey Atwell at the end of the movie too, as part as an agent for them. Yeah, because that's why he trusts her to go on that train. He's like, we know he knows that she, uh, he'll accept her basically. Yeah. So yeah. is he evil? <laughs> like. Yes. <laughs> His voice makes him sound evil every time he talks. Like, yeah. I did really like the scene though. I should mention uh, when uh, well, who's the entity guy? Gabriel. Gabriel that's kill, the kill, kill, kills the the head of the CIA. Because the head of the CIA th- th- thinks he has like the edge. Like oh, oh I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like that part where he just kills him because he's like yeah I don't need you. Yes. Like after like he, well, he, he's being like really like really Pierre like, pomp- pompous. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like, For so confident. Out there. <laughs> Pierre Desperol. Oh yeah, he is. He's, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He's more famous for Princess Bride. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Our psychheads uh, will understand. Psychheads will understand. Oh boy, he's a current. Character. There are dozens of. There's like three movies came out. There's got there's fans out there. Exactly, but I know I, I I do love the lead up to like Tom Cruise getting onto the train specifically. Like I did, I think I honestly think it's funny. Like, I don't know, just, like, Benji Lee. Obviously, the cliff jump's great. Well, the cliff jump's yeah. great, but, like, just the lead-up to, like, the gag, basically. Like, the, like it's a gag-filled movie, honestly. It like, is. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. like when they're ta- was talking about the plan, and, like, uh, you get that, like, sudden, like, uh, flash, uh, like, you, you think they're actually doing the mission really quickly, and yeah. then it's like, it's like, that's how it was supposed to go, actually. But yeah. then, of course, then it just... Goes Everything goes wrong because the the mask, whatever, that is functions fair. or whatever. Yeah. See, like, so you said Keaton, because uh, apparently Tom Cruise is a huge Keaton fan too. And McCoy. Yeah, you also mentioned the and general. Well, I was saying, I was saying, like, so. it kind of made me want to revisit the general because the train stuff. So but that's see, the all. Chases can work uh, better if you have great gags. You know, I think I think that's why this I think it might work for me a little bit more. Also, most I silent, like a lot of the gags, most but. silent uh, comedies are like ninety minutes or less. You know? Well, yes, which because it's hard to cause sustain gags for two it hours is. forty minutes, and with all the exhibition it has too, it's just hard to sustain energy of a movie like that. It is. Not Tom, Tom Cruise is kind. Tom Cruise does have some Buster, Buster Keaton. Keaton. Way different. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise does have some Buster Keaton in though. Actually, now that I think about it, I can see it. Because yeah. Buster Keaton's always running shit. He's always running and doing shit like yeah. that in his movies too. Well, like, I, see, I see more. Honestly, just the running like, shots. Just the well, him and Jackie yeah. Chan are like the Buster Keaton like. Oh yeah, no Jackie, Jackie Chan uh, too for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Tom Cruise is really like. Tom Cruise. He's. I'm thinking like 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 Jackie Chan and Police Story. No, well, this is what I'm saying. Like, like one reason why I actually kind of like this movie also is it does have like, like Christopher McQuarrie. And this is what I've been saying also with like Mike Harrison and Christopher McQuarrie and John Woo, is like he's taking a lot of just like kind of the silliness and the stunt work from like Hong Kong's heyday, basically like doing like legitimate stunts in an action movie. Like that's not really done a lot anymore. Like actual, like oh, yeah. really actually doing no, I do stunts. Respect that. Oh yeah. And then sure. uh, he's also just taking the ridiculousness of a lot of the Hong Kong yes. like. Uh, action comedies basically because that's what I consider this movie like this movie is supposed to be dark and serious but it's also I, I think it's funny like I do I do think a lot it's of it's but see the thing it's trying to play both lines it is it's trying to be a little too dark it's trying to be a little too dark it doesn't commit to one it's trying to be a little it too goes dark back in my opinion, and even but. within the scene it's trying to have a tense uh, scene with the airport with Haley Atwell and stuff but at the same time it's having this like this bomb is clearly not going to go off. Like it's yeah. the most obvious thing in the world. They're making jokes. Like if Tom Cruise doesn't know about a mission going happening, it's not going to happen. You know, it's like yeah. obviously <laughs> they're not. Gonna, yeah, so it's not going to happen. Yeah. Basically, 
But it is funny the way they get the answer where like Tom Cruise just says the question out loud and then she says the answer like, oh, that's yeah. the answer to the last riddle question or something. Or no, the last one was like on the bo- bottom. It was like, oh, it was on the yeah. bottom. Yeah, yeah just, uh, uh, just awful. awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a terrible writing. Like, why even put that in the movie? Just like, like imagine writing that and be like, oh, how do they get the last riddle? Yeah. Oh, it's on the back of it. Yeah. Like, okay. And we should mention like, You like, think yeah. of something more creative than that? Oh and like, I wasn't expecting, I should mention this, we should mention this. Like, I wasn't expecting like a master class and like, Super interesting writing. I don't know. No, just no. like, but it's just unnecessary one. Yeah, unnecessary. You know? just, kind of yeah, a lot problem. of it. So I'm hoping part two is better because I do yeah. feel like it is incomplete in some ways. Yeah. Even though I've been hate saying like the story does not require a part one at all. Like at least Dune obviously does. You know, Dune literally feels like a part one. It's like half a movie basically. Yeah. This one is trying to have it both ways. It's trying to have somewhat of a satisfying yeah. conclusion. With if a- we're going based on Tom Cruise and his Buster Keaton movies, this next one might be his Navigator. I haven't seen. Wait, is that yeah. is on the sea? Yeah, it's oh. one. He's like in a diving suit a lot. Um, but they're okay. gonna. They're so obviously gonna be. Go, the they're obviously. Yeah. They have to go to the submarine because that's how they destroy it. So, because yeah. that's like what Tom the Cruise that's what the movie up. ends on is the is a shot of the submarine. And this was a train. Yeah, we've gotten a train. plane. We've gotten a plane one. Kind of when he skydives, like he skydives, he also hangs off a plane. Oh, which was crazy. He's on helicopters. He's on helicopters. Yes, he has to go to sea. It's like he James, has to go to sea. James Cameron did it with that way of water. That's true. Yeah, Tenet did it. This really is gonna well, be his way know. of water. <laughs> Tom Cruise. James on Cameron did have the Tom Cruise on a boat with you know, the hair blowing in his wings. No, James, Cameron just needs to cast Tom in some role in Avatar. It'd be the highest grossing movie of all time, like all of his other ones. <laughs> 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 oh man, bold um, prediction there, Blake. I, I mean, yeah, he did it with Sam Worthington. Come on. That's true. <laughs> no, but before yeah. we end, uh, I, I do, I do like love the train, like love the cliff jump, love the train, like falling. And that's off. definitely I a silent movie that, thing so. too. Yes. Like Keen, obviously, we mentioned the general, but yes, yeah, like and the train like falling and then tra- then having to climb out of it. That's obviously a lot of people compare it to Nathan Drake, like in the in the Uncharted video game series, which I have played that game that they're mentioning. And yes, it is very similar. But I'm sh- I'm pretty sure that had. This train type of type of scene had to have been maybe in something before that. It has to. Well, what it has this, to have been, this, it's not exactly a train, but the whole when they're hanging off and just keep trying to climb as the cars are falling mm. kind of reminded me of like when the gold rush, when they're yes, falls, yes, yes, and they keep like falling back and forth. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. Even though, like, uh, I can just tell it's CG a little bit too much in some of the shots. No, yeah, Especially there's when a lot they, of CG. They're looking sure. down a lot. Yeah. And that's part of the, I like watching on Mission Impossible is like, Obviously, there's a lot of CG in even the realistic shots and everything, but I just like when it looks realer, you know? Well, I mean, Mission Impossible 2 starts with Tom Cruise, like, free free rock climbing. Yeah, which is insane. Opening, the ending yes. of Fallout, Fallout is, like, him on the edge of, like, that huge cliff. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's the one where he climbs the tower, the huge tower? That's Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Yeah, I get Ghost Protocol and the other one, like, mixed up all the time. I get all of them mixed up. Well, for all, I feel like it's, I don't get mixed up as much as the other two. Ghost Protocol. Rogue Nation. And, yeah, I get those, no, those Macquarie, like Macquarie only Those are all the Macquarie uh, ones. Yeah, yeah. Macquarie, no, no, Ghost Protocol's not, not Macquarie. Oh, that's a Brad Bird, right? Yes, yes, that's Brad Bird. Yes, yes, that's Brad yeah. Bird. Yeah. No, that is... Mission Impossible is interesting. Like, the first four are all different directors, and then Macquarie have done, has done the last three. And to me, yeah. yeah. Or he's going to do the last four. So it's like four and four almost. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it is just Tom Cruise likes... McCory's willingness to do stunts. Yeah, you know, that probably other directors yeah. just don't want to do. Maybe uh, the other directors are like Tom. You're 65. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we, I feel, we we also just completely miss like the desert part of the movie, where he goes to the desert, where he meets Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson's that. That was like at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of just like a quick. That happened. Well, there's a whole like action part where we think that she's dead. 
which is foreshadowing yeah. for actually being dead later. R.I.P. Maybe she could come back. It's like she died in such a way she could come back somehow. No. I didn't actually die. I didn't actually die. Mission Impossible into the multiverse. No, I do think they're just yeah. She died because of contract issues or something, and they had got Haley Atwell for it transition. Yeah. Now, see, someone that's not going to die is that other girl. The one that betrayed Vanessa Gabriel. Kirby. Yeah. No, no. Well, she's not dead either. But the one that betrayed uh, Gabriel. Oh, Palm Clemente. Yeah, Palm. Yeah. You think she's dead? No. Oh, she's you don't think she's dead. dead? No, no, she's oh, not dead. Okay. They said she was still alive. When they oh, they did. <laughs> the she's two like... agents or whatever. Which those two agents we didn't talk about at all either. I think they were the most unnecessary part of the entire movie. Honestly, they're they're the ones chasing after Tom Cruise the whole time. But See, that's like that go, goes to But your if they leave more in the gag section area of the movie, they would have been perfect as like the yes, they would have just chasing, honestly. especially the mask, like the, the mask thing where they're like pulling off. No, the, that like, that part was hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, that part was hilarious. Yeah, because this guy's like I've never met him, but he's our greatest. He's like my greatest enemy or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like it's kind of playing on the fact that he is kind of the. Ethan Hunt is this like unkillable machine, basically. Oh, he is. Like, kind of make, they're they're yeah. supposed to kind of make fun of that fact. Yeah. But they don't go all the way into that, I feel like. But. They're almost making, like, they could have leaned into it a little more where, like, if Tom Cruise was willing to be a little bit more villainy, like, he's just acting like another government. Yes, okay. he is. Where every government's like, I oh, feel we're like the that's... good guys that if we get the entity, you know, we'll do it right with it. But and Tom Cruise is like, no, that's why I have to get it, because I'll do it right with it. You know. Yes. Yeah. No, I think that I yeah I don't think they're they're the obviously movie doesn't not play it like No, that. they don't want to play it like that. But that's something that I always have in the back of my mind too. It's like yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. is just like another country, basically. And I mean that <laughs> that could lead us to collateral though, because that's kind of what collateral is. Like yeah. well, Tom Cruise's willingness to play that, you know. Yes. Like the villain. Yes. Even though obviously he's just more a direct villain in this one, but. I mean, we can go to collateral and see. No, yeah, we can go to collateral. No, no, I think we, I think we talked about Mission Impossible enough. Where does this I mean, rank, Mission Impossible? Mid. Okay, you don't have to rank it exactly. Is it mid tier, low tier, or high tier? It's mid tier. It's it's, it's below. Mid-tier. I'm so low to people, mid. I'm so low people, to yeah, people hate Mission Impossible too, but that's my third favorite Mission Impossible. I'd slot this one right below it. Okay, but you're four, just a John Woo so. stand though, so yes. we can't take you. It doesn't matter. It's a great movie. It is good. It's got great moments. Like, that's Most why I feel about a lot of John Woo's American ones compared to his, like, uh, Chinese ones. Yeah, you so hate Broken Arrow, too, for some reason. That movie's good. You gotta rewatch that. Come on. That one has a lot of chasing in the second half, too. Where it's like, the first half is great. The first half is great. But... second half's pretty good, too. <laughs> and another unnecessary romance, too. It's like, they keep forcing these romance on his, Wu, his American <laughs> movies. It's insane. It's insane. Just Not even with the, other men. Just stick to the guys. Yeah, just stick to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but yeah. Okay, oh, you get collateral. <laughs> no, but, yeah, low oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, you guys can break Mission Impossible yeah, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have to it's break. probably low to mid tier. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, that's, that's good enough. The stunts alone make it mid tier for me. It can't be low tier, honestly, for me, but. Yeah. But see, do you think of the stunts first when you think of this movie? Yes. Which one? The cliff jump. Okay, cliff jump, yeah. yeah. That's also because they marketed the hell out of that cliff jump. They just marketed the hell out of it. But also, <laughs> it's, hard. Yeah. It's, hard. it's hard to pay off something if you market it that much, and I think it still paid off. It like, does, it does. It's an insane shot. Well, it's, okay, also, like, the, the shots of him, like, all of a sudden, like, moving through the window, like, going through the window. And that also, was funny, though. Okay, <laughs> that was good. That's what I was like, oh, okay, okay. And also, good, the, yeah. the part in the, the chase scene with the, in the, in the European town, where, where you always see him in the background, like, just throw his bike, like, uh, just like, uh, yeah. 
He like he, he's like riding on his motorcycle to the scene. Like you see him just like his his his, his motorcycle just out of frame, just coming in, just like yeah, yeah, yes, smack yes, the guy. That was, <laughs> good too. That, was that was good. No, there's definitely some good moments. Like oh, there's there are a lot. Of good We've, yeah, we said it was all worth watching. Oh yeah, sure. no, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. Like probably sure. as long as Mission Impossible movies come out, we'll watch them. Oh yeah. Well, I will at least. Well, he's getting old. Like he's sixty-one. He I looked that up. Oh, he is 61? sixty or sixty-one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Be the I knew he was in his sixties. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're not going to be that much longer. You know. I don't know. He is a Scientologist. They might live forever. So. He's all Dejean. He's yeah, all He's sixty-one. Damn, July third was his birthday. He just turned sixty-one. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tom Cruise. Happy birthday, Tom. You're definitely listening. You're definitely listening. Do you think Loki? He's like kind of mad about this whole Barbie and Oppenheimer yes. hype. He's not. Like, it's definitely mad. killing he's the definitely, yeah, he's definitely mad. To, like oh, yeah. a box office. He's definitely be. mad. <laughs> and he had to do the picture of yeah, I'm watching them. Like he because <laughs> because the news probably came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably came out. But who knows? Maybe it's helping all the movies at the box office. Oh, definitely. Well, at least the Barbie and Oppenheimer definitely. Maybe over, over the rest of the summer anyway. Well, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, Mission Impossible. Collateral. Collateral now. now. Collateral? Yes. No, yeah, so uh, Collateral. Michael Mann, 2004. Michael Mann, Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx. It's honestly a great movie. Also, uh, opinion, <laughs> we can't leave out uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. She's, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. Really she's, she's really good. She's only in like the last 15 minutes, first, basically. She's in the first part, too. I know she's in the first part, but that was like maybe five minutes. <laughs> I mean, still, her impact. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, the movie ends with her, so or yeah, ends yeah, on her. Yeah. So, no, yeah, but uh, what do you guys think about it, though? I mean, I already uh, said I think it's yeah, a great I, movie. I, I, I liked it a lot more. I do love so. this movie, uh, especially just how like how simple the premise is, but then man like takes a lot out of it. Like especially like with the characters, like it's really easy to just kind of be lazy with this and just like have the concept carry it, but then man has like these characters that are a lot more complex than they are on the surface. Like, Jamie Foxx's character is, like, a, just a regular cab driver, but, like, he has all these, like, dreams of his, and then uh, his relationship with uh, Vincent's really interesting. Oh. And then Vincent's, like, you know, this sociopathic hitman that actually has a different side to him, and more, like, why he might be feeling this way, like, and how he, like, how, how he interacts with others No, he's stuff. so... Let me get on to my, one of my points and why I liked it a lot more this time. We obviously watched Monsieur Verdu. I think Vincent's yeah. a lot like Monsieur Verdu. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. like just his in the way he view. rationalizes. The, you know, the, way, the way he rationalizes killing is yeah. very much like Charlie Chaplin and Verdu yeah. to me. Like, yes, yes. That's a good point because uh, Verdu's a little more open about it in terms yes. of like he says like this is bas- uh, basically like how society has made me. Mm-hmm. Like where I don't care basically like Tom Cruise gives us like you know he says something about how the, you know the like, uh, the world is billions of years old and stuff, and we're just a speck, so why does anything yeah. matter kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but Monster Review has, like, very similar quotes and stuff. Yes, it does. Uh, but they're both, like, to me, that's a, damn, I didn't even think about that, but, like, because I was thinking about Whatever he was talking about, the speck in the universe, and, yes, like, how basically that. none no, th- of matters, they, no, they, like, made me think of, like, Monster Review. <laughs> like, that's how I thought about Vincent as a character by the time he dies at the end, because he has that line of, like, uh, remember he says that story of a guy that died uh, on, the, on the subway, yeah, and for like six hours, no one knew he was dead. Yeah, and that's basically how he dies on the train, and he says yeah. that like right before he dies. He does, but like his whole point of that is like basically the city doesn't care about the people in it almost. Yeah, you know, like at this yeah. point, it's like, and he says like my dad. Uh, he says something like his dad, he killed his dad. I don't know if he's serious about that, but he said he killed his dad when he was like twelve or something. But basically saying like he didn't have parents, you know, the city raised him kind of thing. Yeah. So basically saying the city raised him and it didn't care about him almost. Yeah. Well, also, know? also a very and that's very similar. 
Tony Scott. No, because that's what I was going to say. What I loved about this movie was there's two things. Like, there's the kind of dynamic between, like, almost like they're not exactly humans. They're almost like just characters. They're, yeah, they're yeah. very theatrical characters. For sure. Theatrical dialogue. And Tony Scott does that too a lot. And, like, uh, obviously, I just watched Taken Pelham 1, 2, 3. Very similar. Very similar. He does similar that a lot of. Movie, honestly. You know, where it's like. Uh, two like very theatrical dialogue a lot of di- theatrical dialogue and stuff about good and evil you know right and wrong stuff like that but it's set in almost like this real time like film environment you know where it's like Tony Scott does that in a lot of his later movies where it's just like real yeah. t- it's like a, a single event happening and you have to film it like it's real time you know yeah. and collateral is so good like that and I think that's why I didn't like it initially when I watched it and yeah it was 2018 I think I told you guys I think uh, so it's like I five years ago yeah and it was like I remember thinking it was like kind of slow compared to like he or the insider on you yeah but now watching it, it's like yeah. be- I think I thought it was slow because it was real time and it was that's, yeah. that's what makes the conversations hit more yeah but watching it this time that's like a good thing to me you know where like you actually feel like and that's why I think both of you guys are right about the whole Jada Pinkett Smith thing is yes it's only five minutes but it's actually five minutes yes, yeah, exactly, talking. Yeah. like uh, Blake we're gonna get to this with Sai later when you, when we watch Sai's yes. movies but it'll be actually the same thing where it's like you watch a, a smoking scene for five minutes but two dr- different directors can do that way differently yes, one yes. can do it with just single long take versus a lot of cuts it'll feel like way quicker than five minutes yeah. you know Yeah. and this is way more of the long take kind of you're actually watching real conversations happen you know within this kind of like super tense situation at the same time yes so it's like you get both, like to me you get all of it almost and that's why I love it and like Michael Mann's a lot of his movies are really good at doing that where it's like you feel like you're getting real dialogue but at the same time you keep that tension of like a, you know almost like a blockbuster movie yeah so yeah I said a lot about it but yeah that's why I really like it Oh yeah, and Tony Scott. You know, we've both been watching a lot of Tony Scott yeah. recently. So yeah, there's definitely some Tony Scott. No, like uh, him, like Vincent in this, and uh, John Travolta and taking a pill one, two, three are very, very yes, similar. Men, very similar. Men. Yes. Both but saying literally all the, like, the city and stuff too. Or like all the shooting the lights and stuff. Yeah. The way he shoots oh, yeah. the lights. So. He's, he's using a lot of digital. No, and I, I, d- I don't know. I'm pretty sure Tony Scott does the bird's eye view of a street a lot in some of his movies. But like that's like. Michael Mann does that a lot in this movie, and I love those shots. Oh, so there's so many great so shots much. of him driving, them yeah. driving around, like the wide shots and stuff. Yeah, movie. just the wide shots from like the bird's eye view or God's eye view, yes, like because yes. you because you're just following like you you know you know kind of which taxi you are, but there's so many taxis on the road half the time that you're like, damn, I don't know, like which one is he? <laughs> Almost yeah, like yeah. what she's trying to make you think like that's basically what Tom Cruise is kind of saying, like you're just a cog in the system, basically, yeah, exactly. like the city's trying to make you, like even though you have these dreams, like you're not really gonna ever accomplish them, almost. But and a cab driver is a great way to show that it is and that's another part of the movie i really love is and michael's man does this this is also michael man and tony scott both do this a lot where they try to make their heroes like real people like real job people uh, real Mm -hmm. jobs you know like a cab driver yes blue collar workers especially but just a cab driver is another example of that and like there's a lot of moments of like you can tell michael man is like like watch cab drivers or see how they act and stuff or like how they know um roads really well and stuff exact times and stuff like that the way he's like you know saying like oh this street will take two minutes this street will take five minutes stuff like that you know where it's like only cab drivers could know that kind of information James Cameron does that too which movie Terminator Terminator 2 uh, Avatar Sam Warrington's just like this like wounded like war vet let's paralyze and like uh, 
Oh, using the blue collar kind of work. Yeah, yeah, true lies. It's like a. But I'm saying specifically, Michael Mann will use that. But then he gets really specific in the oh, language. Oh, use their expertise. You're saying. Yeah, like okay, he'll yeah. actually use the language. So, like you could see someone like that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like that's so, always. Like, the thing with he light. is a really great example. Where oh, he's yeah. like a, this kind of comment, like this thief that unlocks safe. Yeah. But every time he talks about the safe, it's like super specific. Like Michael Mann must have yeah. been reading about safe. And that's now. always something that that people say about Unstoppable with like Tony Scott. It's like you feel like you know like what tra- like what the like what train operator is like their lingo after the movie exactly because. <laughs> So many where it's like all you basically have to understand is like I have no idea what they said, but they said something smart about trains or something. Yeah, like, they know what they're talking yeah, about. They know what they're talking about. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. Ozu would be proud. Ozu would be proud. Oh, he would have loved Unstoppable. Like, <laughs> oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe it might be too fast. Too fast. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> get a time machine. No, but well, I mean, we could just go ahead and start with the movie if we want. Like, we get introduced with Tom Cruise at the airport. Not the first notes I have is Tom Cruise with white hair, obviously. Like. Right it's away, such a yes, shocking like if you've if you've only seen Tom Cruise like what what have you done up to this point like Eyes Wide Shut like Magnolia like uh, Rain Man like all these other like, Jerry Maguire Jerry Maguire all these other like he's just this really hot young guy and then yeah. you see him in this movie he's still hot but he's got like this like white hair just like like just completely white almost or gray yeah more, I think it's more gray I mean like I think maybe the lighting makes it look white but I'm pretty sure it's supposed yeah. to be gray but it's just like a really good opening shot of him I don't know I, I love it and he runs into Jason Statham who never comes yes. back again in the movie which I just think that's funny just cause like yeah. he's like a huge action star now but I'm, I'm, cause I'm looking through his filmography I don't think he's played a would you he's a villain Magnolia uh, but he's like more extreme yeah. villain maybe he's like a, he's just a bad person in Magnolia yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like but it's a, a different type of bad person it's a bad person yeah. but he's like trying to make you feel bad for him as well so like well, like he, he like he, he like he, this one he's more sociopathic he's showing you in Magnolia like he was his father caused this to him basically like caused him to be this way we get hints of that in this one but yeah when he do. says that but because he does have that speech about his parents too, in general. Which I guess we'll get to that. Yeah. Is he a villain in Tropic Thunder? I haven't seen it. But yes, he. Eh. Yeah, but he's like a comedian. Like okay. he's only he's in it for like five minutes. He's barely in it. Also, yeah. ten minutes. It's also yeah. one of his best performances. But for the most part, you're right. Yeah, it's like kind of Tom Cruise hero characters, but with more range, I'll say. No, I, I was saying oh, just yeah. like he's this hot young guy, basically. Okay, like yes, for most yes, of him, he's yes. like just really like, hot, yeah, pretty boy, young, like pretty boy. And then this young, one, he's in Color of Money. He's the young guy. You know? Yeah, literally. Like and he's like Paul Newman, like him exactly. and Paul Newman, obviously. I haven't yeah. seen that movie yet, but I just, oh like, damn, yeah, you should. Still need to I watch that movie. Oh, some great Paul pool Newman. scenes too. I love Paul. Have you just love some great pool shots too? It's amazing. Love me some pool. Oh, you seen the Hustler movie? What you seen the Hustler? No, I need to watch that because yeah, I know that's a sequel. This one's a sequel. No, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. This our back to collateral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get introduced to Jamie Fox, cab driver. We know he's a cab driver extraordinaire, obviously. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. Well, <laughs> he introduces it really just with this opening scene of them talking. Like, it's a great introduction to his character. It is like him and Jay Pinkett Smith. Um, yeah. They're just. I mean, it's a it's a great conversation. I like my notes is like he's so good at being a cab driver. Girls fall in love with him. Yeah. Like. <laughs> or like literally. Anyway, yeah. yeah. They like make a bet, like how long past the uh, he, can, uh, which is the right well, way. Like, she, like, like says, why would you make a bet with a cab driver about this though? Well, that's, that's crazy. Well, it's funny because like uh, well, she initially yeah. says she doesn't want to talk, right? Yeah. And then, and then basically he's so good at like. Well, being, he says he's gonna go this one way, and she's like, "You should go this other way." And he's like, yeah. I think "Well, she's like, telling he, him he, where to go." He yeah, creates exactly. a conversation yeah. out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's how kind of good he is as a taxi driver. Yeah. And I will say the first, I think that actually it might, it's one of the first shots we actually see of him is when he sees that island picture he has on yeah. his like, yeah. car thing kind of just you know that's the thing he goes to back 
he says he goes over and over again yeah he goes on vacation over and over again he's like you need to go on vacation she is like i don't know i don't have time for that he's like oh you got time for that i go i go on 12 vacations a day yeah, yeah. it's right here, yeah, right here. <laughs> no that's a great shot though yeah. but yeah this is what leads to him like i also in my notes have like this is basically just cosmic coincidence kind of like what tom cruise yeah. says later on in the movie yeah. he actually says that but it was actually it was actually my in my notes like it feels like fate or chance that brought them together yeah and it's just a complete coincidence because he just drops her off at the at the place that she needs to go and then tom cruise walks out i mean dude and he almost doesn't even get into the cab yeah. like he almost he almost doesn't or like I mean, he, he turns him away basically i have to bring up taking pal one two three because same thing happens where like john travolta is the one saying is this fate he even yeah. says he even rhymes he says is this fate you or me or something like that yeah and then uh uh, Denzel's like, I don't believe in fate. It must be coincidence. He says something about coincidence, too. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're saying. Is it coincidence or is, or is it fate? Yeah. You know, and like, no, just a great example of that almost like they're two characters. Because, like, I think Tom Cruise, like, he's walking away to another character. Well, he, like, yeah, because, like, I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx tells him he's off the clock, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, he tells him to go away. And so Tom Cruise starts to walk out. And then he, like, oh, he calls him back. Yeah, he calls him back. I, he, I don't know if he tells but him to go away. But it's weird to think the whole movie starts not. like that just because of that, yeah. you know? No, because I don't know if he like goes away because he just doesn't say anything because he's looking at the phone number that she just yeah, gave him, it's like, so. yeah Jamie Fox, he's yeah. not paying attention yeah he's so not paying he's, attention yeah, to his so job like that, just so walks to a, yeah he's about to watch another but like movie. he almost got out of this entire movie basically exactly. <laughs> exactly that's the whole point of that scene yeah it is yeah and it's just a great way to open it all this happened because of one yeah yeah but like this is where like we don't know yet fully that Tom Cruise is obviously a villain. Yeah. Like at this point, he's During just the first talk. Is yeah, it's honestly story. a good talk too because he's talking about this is the first time he brings up the uh, the man that died. I'm pretty sure it's the first yeah, time he brings does. up the man yep, that died uh, on the on the train or on the metro, and he uh, was there for six hours and no one noticed. And it was just like talking about the disconnection of LA because he's saying people. I don't yeah. like coming to LA usually, and he's like, oh, yeah. I guess that's a good good excuse. Like, like you can see why someone not like going to the city and having a story like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not knowing he's going to be a killer. I mean, even though you know going into this movie probably that he's going to be a killer from the trailers and stuff. Well, I didn't watch the trailers, but... I'm just saying, like, as an audience member going into this, yeah, were they supposed did. to know? Yeah, I, don't I don't know, yeah. I don't know. We'd have to watch the trailer. We should watch the trailers before yeah, this honestly, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I would I, assume people knew. Well, the poster is like, isn't it Tom Cruise with a gun? Yeah, it is. So, like... But I wonder if it was it supposed to be a shock that he like uh, is like a serial killer. Yeah, I'm not. I think it's played like it is. Like I feel like at least for us watching, obviously twenty years later, basically. I don't know because even after his first kill, you could still be like, oh, we don't know, he was killing someone bad, you know. He says he's killing. He's everyone he kills is bad, don't you? <laughs> yeah, know? that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like I think that first death is supposed to be a shock because obviously he's like. Oh, it's definitely a shock. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a shock. The way we but see it too is amazing. Yeah, because he's going around and they well, he tells him where to go, obviously, and um, whenever he gets there, he says, "Hey, what are you doing the rest of the night?" Basically, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I got five. More, I got four more stops after this to make. Do you want to make six hundred dollars, basically?" And and Jamie Fox says yes because most i think he said most of the time he makes like maybe 350 450 a night so he was doubling that almost but then he moves him back to the alleyway and (laughs) and like at this point you just think because i think he tells jamie fox like he's going up to talk to like old friends basically and then and then the next thing jamie fox knows he's counting money and some dude falls on his on the the hood of his car dead like it's honestly it's honestly a great scene yeah it is it's a great jump scare just like it's one of the great it's like that's 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 a great jump scare like you said like i love how i don't expect i love how the damage on the car like stays there yes yeah it actually leads the cops to them exactly no and then the one jamie fox and then when tom cruise comes back out 
And he says, uh, and Jamie Foxx is like freaking out. He says, you killed him? And he's like, I no, I this. shot him. Bullets in the fall yes. killed him. <laughs> oh, oh, my it's God. just the first part of his rationalization of like how, how, he, exactly. how he chooses how death. He sees it. How yeah. he sees death. Or how you, he can rationalize anything, basically. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. No, but was, I, know I also have that written down my notes because I laughed so hard. But, uh... But I did want to say, like, whatever he's giving him the $600, I do think you can tell he's, like, actually kind of evil because the lighting especially on him. Okay, like, I don't know if you guys recognize true. the lighting in that scene, but he looks scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, like, that. it's just the first point, the first part of many times in this movie where Tom Cruise uses his looks for evil. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. like, because you don't necessarily, like, this is why I say he's, like, two sides of the same Tom Cruise because, like, most of the time we see him in the Mission Impossibles and, like, the Jerry Maguires and stuff like that where he is the hero and like he's pretty and stuff like that, and he's not showing this dark side of him. But it, it, but you think of especially the Mission Impossible ones. Like what if he did? What if he was evil? Yeah, it would be a exactly. lot like Vincent. Like yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Yeah, because that's part of the movie too, where like Michael Mann makes that like where they hire these guys is they're ex-military guys that are just hanging out overseas and they're yeah. willing to do anything for a contract where they just get a bunch of money for a few kills. And then and Tom Cruise just tries to stay oh, just he's like he's a contract. Yeah, he's just yeah. like a contract killer. You know, yeah. so it's like. That's another good example of, like, kind of connecting to Monster of Your Do. Like, basically, like, yeah. it's all business, you know, at the end of the literally. day. He keeps trying to say it's all yeah. business. I mean, he even know? carries a briefcase. Yes, like, exactly. Literally, yeah, like... yeah. And every, the way he talks about it is all business. You know, he's like, you yeah. you destroyed my prep. Like, when he throws the briefcase over the, oh, yeah. the, the highway and stuff, he's like, you destroyed my prep. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's a, that's a good point. Also, too. the great line reading, yo, homie, am my briefcase? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's actually like a robot, too. Yeah, that's so great. Oh, uh, so but like directly after that happens, we get Mark Ruffalo introduced for the first time. Yes. He looks oh, yeah. hilarious. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Like he, <laughs> he looks so funny. But he's a great actor, obviously. Oh, so. yeah, he's really good in this movie. He is. <laughs> he is really. He really commits to. <laughs> he looks so. Back so when funny. actors did, you know, before Marvel movies, when they actually acted and stuff. <laughs> When they're in real movies. Yeah. Wait, then he, he he Spotlight came out whenever he was he's in Marvel movies. He's like, in the Spotlight. He's pretty good. He's gonna be in the new Bong Joon Ho movie. Oh, really? Oh, this year? Next year's coming out. All right. But it, he's not. He's like a supporting character, but he's still gonna be right. a prominent role apparently in there. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Right. Yeah, but this is basically where the night's going to start going wrong for at least yeah. Vincent because uh, because they figure out like someone like he's connected with this drug lord basically like the guy he kills is connected with the drug lord and later on the reveal is really great that we find out all the people Tom Cruise is killing is are witnesses in a case against yeah, this drug lord yeah, yeah. so it's it's honestly great but um. We go, we go directly to... There's just a lot of, like... I don't want to go through every, like, driving scene unless you guys have specific quotes, obviously. But, like, there's a lot of just them driving to, like, the next places. Like yeah. you said, it's very real time. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. real time. And, like, this next one, the note I had on it, I just loved that he said, like, what, I should only kill people after getting to know them. <laughs> like, because ah, yeah, he's like, yeah. why'd you kill him? You didn't even know him. And yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's like, what, yeah. I should only kill people after getting to know them? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a very, like, you, you could easily say Monster of Reducing. No, yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's yeah, rational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all these, yeah. all these conversations with him and Jamie Foxx are just him rationalizing his killing. Exactly. Yeah. Or rationalizing it to himself. He has For all care. business, right? He's only yeah. doing it for the money. You know? Literally, yeah. yeah. He's not doing it because he hates the people. Or for survival, people. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, he just chooses to believe that everyone he's killing is bad. Like... And like he says, like I think Michael Mann is kind of making this point. He was trained by the American military, or he was mm-hmm. trained by the city, basically, you know, or this country. Yeah. You know, and yeah. now he's just doing. He's hired. He's being hired by the country too. In some ways. Yeah. As you, yeah, yeah. Uh, a person of no, the country, or the city, a person of the country. Yeah. yeah. 
Basically, I think he's trying. To, Vincent's trying to rationalize that way, anyway. Yes. And Jamie Foxx is at least supposed to be the other side, you know, of the at least the humanity aspect. Of, oh, he's definitely supposed like to what he's humanity. like. You think about their family, you know, like every person he kills, like he can't, he's, I, and that's what I like. Like even to the very end, like he doesn't, he still has that feeling. Yeah. Of, like, uh, I don't know, kind of just the opposite of monster, uh, that kind of monster overdue uh, philosophy. No, yeah, even no, because Jamie Foxx, he's great in this because he's always playing the. Uh, the nervous, like the nervous guy that doesn't know how to do what he's doing. Yeah. It's like he doesn't, he doesn't he's know he's, a, he doesn't yeah. know he's in a movie. He doesn't act like a movie hero. Like he's just yeah. like really scared, basically. But he's doing the best he can, almost like yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the hands he's given. He's like some of the Hitchcock characters. Though. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like, like, North by Northwest, North by Northwest, Rear Window, like yeah. even Vertigo a little bit. You know, like those kind of guys. Whether like, well, he's not. He certainly of, doesn't have the confidence of Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window. Isn't, isn't he like like the whole point? At least towards the but uh, towards the end, it's like the exact opposite. Okay, where yeah. he's like freaking out and everything. Okay, okay. I, I don't remember that's that. A little different. I need to rewatch it though. But, but anyway, no, I, like, kind North of North just North. being a little bit out of their element, you know. Yeah, North by Northwest makes more sense to me. But yeah, yes. But I guess that's kind of like where it's making the kind of it's trying to make the relation of Jamie Foxx's personal uh, story of he's like kind of just scared to make that leap of starting his business. Yeah, yeah. and you know this kind of event helping him realize that he can do that, you know? Like, he yeah. can't have that kind of confidence and making it relate to the whole story of the film. Which I kind yeah, of because like it's, it. like, their dynamic is really great because we're about to get to the moment where, like, the cops stop them and, like, uh, they get saved because another crime is happening where, like, someone else got shot so they don't have to, they don't actually check in. They just say, get the cab checked out. But they called his boss. And the next, and that scene of, like, the boss, call, or the dispatch calling, yeah. calling Jamie Foxx and trying to make him liable for shit. It's like the, the 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 relationship between Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx is like so interesting because Tom Cruise is trying to make him see yes. that he's better than he thinks he is. That's, what I'm, That's like, what I'm saying. Exactly. Like he's this. He's he's not like he, he he's making like I think you said Luke. Like he's he's kind of a. They're making he's making him like sympathetic basically. Yes. No. Yeah. Like That's exactly where I put a sympathetic my notes. Because yeah, yeah. this scene like. Basically, from this point, we've only seen Tom Cruise as the kind of assassin killer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where maybe at best he's neutral, and at worst he's like we he, he's we're against him as an audience. Yeah. But this yeah. scene is almost like he's we're trying like he's it does a good Jamie job. Fox. Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, we're being drawn back to him. Like yeah. maybe we should sympathize him because he's helping Jamie Fox. You know, like overcome his local like overcome his boss. Like if you think about it in real life, like that shouldn't do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He just killed a guy, versus you know uh, helping Jamie Fox stand up to his boss. But in a movie, it does help you actually get on his side again. Kind of, at know, least like a you, bit. Or, it, yes, it, like it makes him more sympathetic. It does make him sure. more sympathetic because yeah. at least he, showing that he cares at least well, somewhat. Make, you so. feel like he's right, you know. Yes. Jamie Foxx should have the confidence to stand up to his boss, exactly. you know. And you're like, damn, yeah, he is right. He's actually helping him here, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because he's like, he's telling him uh, he he won't let him like basically stop like in the conversation for saying shove this yellow cab up your fat ass. I'm gonna <laughs> shove the, if you say that again, I'm going to shove this yellow cab up your fat ass or something. like. <laughs> no, and this is a classic like Michael Mann line. It could be a Tony Scott movie too. Because Tom Cruise uh, says to the guy on the radio, how am I not supposed to get excited listening, listening to you try to extort a working man? Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. No, there's a lot of funny moments too with the dialogue. Oh, yeah. And uh, this kind of reminds me of, I, I was going to mention this earlier, but a lot of their conversations... Especially if you take this movie as uh, less about just the actual drama of what's happening and more of like almost just Jamie Foxx's personal growth or about any person's personal growth of like realizing you have the ability to do something. Yeah. Uh, you can almost say Tom Cruise is like an alter ego. 
of Jamie Foxx. Yeah, okay. You know, of like giving him confidence at times when he doesn't have it, uh-huh. but also at the end being a bit like almost like the nihilistic side of like why do you even do anything? You know, yeah. why not just yeah. uh, you know kill yourself or anything? And he almost does that to a degree too, but it's like yeah. a positive uh, where he just like turns a car over because like what you know why yeah. else you know yeah, yeah, what else yeah, am I yeah. gonna do instead of like just being like uh, Tom Cruise's bitch for the rest of the night yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to that in the end but basically you can see what I'm saying though right it's like basically like that's the kind of alternate that's the who he has to fight against to realize who he is at the end of the movie almost yeah no I do, I do, I do agree yeah, with that yeah. for sure yeah. no, feel- and what you were saying about like at least Tom Cruise he kind of has like this code Basically, yes, like Liz yes. and I think I mentioned to you earlier, like it the the movie doesn't remind me of specifically of the killer, which both of you have seen. Yeah. But like his character is a is a more villainous killer than like Chow Yun Fat in that movie for sure, because yeah. Chow Yun Fat cares more so about friendship than like this code. Like he has this code of friendship, but that whereas like Tom Cruise is more about like this code of business almost. That's why I like the most overdue comparison. For no, sure. yes, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, uh, it's, it's a better comparison yeah, than the killer. But like he also has this code, whereas like if he, he cares at least enough about Jamie Foxx that he's not going to kill him yeah, <laughs> um, if he if he helps him basically. Like yes. if he helps him do this, he's going to let him go at the end of the night, maybe. Because we do yeah. get that story that Mark Ruffalo yeah. says that they had that they had a the thing of like the cab driver killing three people and then, and then himself. But Tom Cruise yeah. made, he made <laughs> you believe. City. He made you believe. Think that. No, he makes like, you that's, think that's he's got let like, go. Yeah, that's I like do think side. Tom Cruise uh, or his character likes Jamie Foxx. Also, like he sees something similar in him. Like mm. they're both really good at their jobs. You know, yeah. like yeah. He, he mentions that like multiple times. Oh, he does. Yeah. Like, like I think that's something that he sees similar to. Um, and why yeah. he keeps him alive, and why he wants him to be the one driving him to. Yeah. But, uh, no, it is interesting. But yeah, directly after that, we have, um, the next killing. The like, next where killing. he ties his, he ties it, he ties his oh, okay, hands yeah. to the will, leads to the, to the great scene, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, like, we don't really see him kill, I, I don't think we see him kill the guy upstairs. We might see him, like, shoot him. Nah. But I, I, so, I don't. We don't because yeah. it gets revealed later. Yeah. Later on, that he that that one guy got killed in the exact same way that the, that the two the, the two uh, thugs yeah. on the street. Did. And you're just you're just seeing what's happening at the like when the <clears throat> the the muggers go to yeah. The, well, because and, and Jamie, like, Fox, Jamie Fox is being like really smart in this scene, like trying to draw trying, attention yeah. to himself. Yeah. But the, of course, the only people that come of to course, him are the yes. are the like are are the uh, bad the bad of society basically yeah. the bad of the city. Just another negative co- uh, coincidence thing that happens. A negative him. coincidence yeah, thing, and they steal Tom Cruise's suitcase. Briefcase, yeah. Or yeah, brief, yeah. yeah, briefcase, suitcase. Oh man! Yeah. And like, uh, like, of course, I said the line, which is great, but also like the way he shoots them is so cool because oh, yeah. like the choreography is insane, but also how loud the gunshots are. Yeah, like you could feel yes, them. Yes, like, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, how gosh. close he feels, and also like. It's kind of funny too because he's like, I'm tied to, like, do you guys have yes, to yeah. tied to a wheel right now? Right. They're like, give me your money. He's like, I can't reach into my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> and just, Tom Cruise just wipes him out. Uh, no, wait, what, what's the line? Uh, what, Yo, oh, homie, where's yeah, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like the most AI line. Like, yeah. that, that's the most, that's more AI line than anything in Mission Impossible. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, yo, hey, homie, hey. where's my briefcase? Yo, homie, is that my briefcase? Oh, is that my briefcase? Oh, damn. Oh, my gosh. Perfect line reading. But yeah, I just, I mean, at least I'm just like. Just going. And showing he's like a pro, pro. Oh, yes. A pro killer. 
Yeah, he goes. I think he goes bang, one bang. bullet. No, he goes. No, one, no, he goes bang one, bang into the first guy that has the briefcase. Bang 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 into the other guy to yes, kill him, and yes. then he walks up, grabs the briefcase, and shoots the guy. Down the head. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just like oh, just so Jamie Foxx's reaction is so funny. He's like, oh, another one. Like more. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like freaking out. Even like, more. Than no, his face of re- uh, his oh, reaction starts to freaking oh, out yeah. throughout. Like every time something happens, yeah. it's great throughout. And at least, yeah. but at least to more Tom Cruise rationalizations, or at least trying to pin all these all like the deaths on him. He's like. See, you do stupid shit, yeah, more yeah. people die. Yeah. More people than need to. Like, innocent people will die, basically. Oh God, yeah. But then he has another... He, he ends it with the final lines, like, but good news, we're ahead of schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, but he just uses that to take him to the to the jazz bar, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before we get that, we do get, like, back to Ruffalo real quick, where it's like, uh, they find... They, this is where Ruffalo mentions the case about that other crap... The other cab driver... That yeah. killed those uh, two or three people, oh, yes. and then kill himself, leading us to think like obviously that he's saying that was Tom Cruise, and yes. we and we're thinking that too. Like Tom Cruise basically killed three people and then made the then then made it look like the cab driver did it. Yeah, which yeah. is what which it, is just it, it like creates, creates the Hitchcock the theory, like the, yeah. the ticking time bomb, like under the table. Like you know, it, it just makes us more that. nervous about like what's happening. How, yeah. yeah, what could happen? It, 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 it raises the stakes for yeah. uh, yeah. the cab driver. I've got his name at this point. What's Jimmy's name? Matt, yeah. And I will say, I think that's why, if you, like, my, it's not a major criticism, but maybe, like, just uh, why Jada Pinkett Smith has to be at the end of the movie. Yeah. It's because she has, she's important as a witness. Because if she was she's a, lawyer, a lawyer, she's, she's a lawyer the lawyer for the, the case. case. Yeah, she's, the she's also a lawyer in the case, but I'm saying just in terms of, like, their final battle, she kind of has to be there to prove what happened. Or yes. else maybe Tom Cruise could have got away with it. No, he, okay. he would have gotten away with yes, it. And yes. he could even, be someone could else that even, can confirm maybe. what Jamie Foxx is saying, basically. Yes, because, because uh, like, uh... Because when he wrecks know, the car. Yes, the, yeah. Exactly. That's what I was they about to say. The body, they find the body and they try, like, that's whenever the cop's mood changes completely. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, because like there's even like the scene. I think we're about to get there, but it's not at the jazz bar. It's after the jazz bar. Well, I'll just talk about the scene real quick where um, they're sco- they're scoping out Felix's uh house or Felix's club, yes. and then Mark Ruffalo sees the cab over there, and he's like, "Is there anyone else in that cab?" Because he's still not like not he's not believing Jamie Fox is Vincent basically because yeah, they uh, yeah. they they get Vincent they get Jamie Fox calling himself Vincent yeah. To go into the and to Ruffalo's go into the yeah. thing. and Ruffalo is the only one that believes that he's not Vincent, and then Vincent kills him. It's a great scene. Because he just like he finally Clearly. has this glimpse of hope he's gonna get out of this, and yeah, immediately it's just another like bad luck exactly. scene, you know? Yeah. yeah, no, but that's the best one because like in the movie you could even buy it as like because there's a lot of moments in movies where it's like. The character might think they're about to be saved, but you in the movie are like, oh, well, there's still like an hour left in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. not going to be saved right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this one, you're like, oh shit, maybe Ruffalo does save him and the movie yeah. could kind of change. Yeah. But it does be like, no, no, no. Tom Cruise is like, 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 like acting like he's he doing a favor. Like, no, yeah, well, he, yeah, did save his life. he did save his life. So. He does save his life earlier in the scene. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But Cruise doesn't know that Ruffalo was saving him. He just thinks he was shooting. He didn't see them together. Yeah, okay. Cruise just thinks he was shooting another guy and he's like, come on. Like, yeah. And like yeah, that's why it's like Fox's face is so great. He's like, damn, I was like just about to be saved. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he made a great face there. Uh, but we shouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves because we are at the jazz bar scene. Jazz like that's a thing. it's a great scene. Like, I mean, first off, the jazz. I I I just like jazz. Yeah. I like jazz. Who, I love who doesn't scene. like jazz? There's a lot of people that hate jazz. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, people without yeah. people without soul, or just older <laughs> music in general too. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. Or older yeah. movies, too. That's true. Collateral's not an old movie, though. <laughs> I mean, for some people, it's almost 20 years old. It is almost 20 years old. Damn, that's crazy. That is bad. That's weird. Uh, yeah, uh, but Tom yeah, Cruise was a silver fox at 40. <laughs> 
Well, I think is it not really real silver. It's not real silver. But yeah, this is because he he starts the conversation with the jazz bar owner, which you don't know at that point that like. He's a guy who's who. Uh, yeah, no, you just think he that he you, you just think he respects the the. Uh, you just think he respects his playing so much because <clears throat> one of my notes that I forgot to mention earlier is the first time they're talking in the car. Um, Jamie Fox and uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, there's this really nice jazz like soft piano playing in the background while they're talking about like this disconnection in L.A. And it just brought me back to that moment whenever mm-hmm. I whenever they're in this scene because Tom Cruise obviously loves jazz. Yeah, yeah. And um, Jamie Foxx, I mean, he, I, you can say he might he knows who Miles Davis is obviously like everyone knows who Miles Davis is. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's just a really great scene of like how they get him over there. Obviously, at first he's like that jazz player is so good. I want yeah, yeah. I want to buy him a beer. Yeah. And then just like that, just like him slipping like was it was that name of the someone in the case or whatever? It's the name of like it's I think it's the name of a place. Like yep. the, he's from, he saw a couple people in this place. Yeah, and, then and, and that's just like the the, you can changes. see like just like his face and just like yes. you know something's yes. about to go down. No, that's whenever the tone just completely changes because because we're because we're Jamie Fox in this scene where he's like Jamie Fox is still thinking like at least that first mission like everything might be okay, but then he sees the change in the in a, yes. in the trumpet player, and yeah. it's yeah. just this like, is just another like because this conversation goes on a while because first th- it has one of my favorite lines of the movie too because I think it's kind of one of the themes of the movie that I mentioned earlier is. It's when they're watching the jazz players play, and uh, Tom Cruise just says something like, uh, basically, I'll read the exact quote. So, uh, now, same job, same place, same routine, everything is the same, just keeping it safe over and over again, 10 years from now. And he's saying that about uh, most people 10 years from now, they know the, where they're going to be. Yeah. And then he says, uh, man, you don't even know where you're going to be 10, 10 minutes from now, yeah. do you? And Because mm-hmm. earlier he says, like, this is why he likes jazz a lot, because there's a lot of imp- improvisation yeah, improv. of jazz and stuff. I think that's kind of the point, like, of the movie is, like, a lot of people, et cetera, Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx in this movie, uh, uh, scared to take the leap of starting his own business or whatever just because he wants to play it safe. Yeah. I think that's, like, that's a theme in a lot of Michael Mann's movies and just movies in general is, like, people scared to, you know, take risks and want to play it, it safe. It is. But know? it also is turned back on Tom Cruise later whenever he throws the briefcase out because Tom Cruise is also no, one of those people. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> and, uh, that's why Tom Cruise doesn't think he's going to do that, too. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise thinks John, Jamie Foxx is going to keep being this kind of scared guy, too. Yeah. And that's also why he likes him yeah. at the same time, right? He doesn't think he's going to do this, this stuff that he does later on in the movie. Yeah. You know, we're like, like, okay, I had to mention the, the brief moment at the very end where they, they're going to be, where uh, Jamie Foxx is looking for him in the... Um, in the huge building and everything where she's staying and he's like what are you gonna do shoot me or something yeah. he basically it's like that. and then he shoots him right yeah. away like oh, no, so good. no talking so or anything good, yeah dude. it's amazing and of course he stays alive but still yeah he oh, misses <laughs> or he like hits him well, he hits him kind of like crazy he hits his ear no but it's like shot shoots him right away you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do shoot me bang <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I remember laughing at that scene too no but Michael Mann definitely likes that kind of like uh and a lot of people have made this point, like, you know, jazz is about, more about improvisation and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of just have to listen to the specific uh, artist playing more than just a song in general. Yeah. Because of the improvis- improvisation aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I think he's trying to make that point, too, just about, like, Jamie Foxx's growth as a character almost. Oh, yeah. Versus yeah. just playing it safe as a cab driver for, I think he says, like, 15 years or something. And he's still working on things, you know? Yeah. Well, I think this. I think this is what like makes him change. Basically, the scene with the jazz singer, because like you can say that Tom Cruise has been treating Jamie Foxx a lot like he treats the jazz player in this scene, basically like being a friend. But then like, is he actually? Because he's like he's telling he's telling the trumpet player, the jazz player, like you can like if you answer this uh, this question right, I'll let you leave. Yep. Basically, 
and he answers it right. Technically. Technically. Well, well, the thing is, it, <laughs> you know, like, no matter what he says, Tom he's going to die. But see, that's what, Jamie, that's what Jamie Foxx says he later. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And so that's what makes us think, like, there, that's at least what makes Jamie Foxx in this movie go, like, I'm not getting out of this yeah. at all. Like, he's yeah. going to kill me. I love the line where he says, like, uh, uh, like when he's trying to bargain with Tom Cruise, and he's like, uh, I, I'll go so far away, you think I'm dead. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, trying to rationalize with Tom Cruise. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but this scene where Tom Cruise shoots him is like brutal too. No, it is. That's what. That's one thing I have. It also so. goes kind of like because you were saying earlier about the whole code thing, right? And uh, it may, uh, damn, what's the Coen Brothers movie with the guy who flips the coin? Uh, no Country for Old Men. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the reason why he's kind of respectable as a character is like he literally follows that code of fifty-fifty to T, right? It's like yeah. he literally follows the coin. Yeah. And in this one, it almost feels like Tom Cruise is going to have that kind of code where he's like, okay, at least he's giving this guy a chance. But then when he just like. He kills him anyway, and Jamie Foxx figures that out. And he's almost just doing this for business. Basically, yeah. he's going to kill him anyway. And his code just ends up being business. Like, he kind of loses that sheen of even being the anti-hero, kind of. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, he's just like a business killer, you know. And I think Fox kind of has that realization, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe like you're saying. Literally a contract scene. killer. Like. Yes, he is. No, yeah. he literally says that. He says, because uh, the guy the guy he kills says something like, I thought you were a cool guy. And he's like, yeah. I am a cool guy with the job I'm contracted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he literally says that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the but the, what you said, it's a it's a brutal execution, man. Oh, like man. like that's one thing I have in my news. Like just how brutal right and fast right. it is. It's not like, a jump scare so kill though. Yeah, basically. it is, dude. Because it's just bang bang. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a silencer? It's a silencer. It is yeah, a silencer. So it's like even like more brutal. Because you're not like distracted by the sound. Yeah, because he does such a great job of saying like he's a huge fan. You know, he just yeah. got done telling this huge story about Miles Davis yeah. and how yeah. he yeah. Thomas, Tom Cruise, really good actor. Yes, if he wants to be. Hot take. No, yeah. Damn. Do we think he just doesn't want to anymore, and that's why he doesn't? <laughs> oh, definitely. No, he definitely sees himself as like the movie star, star yeah. kind of. She is like a big movie. Of course, he's like. Oh, he, he is, is but I mean, star. he's a movie star in this one. Yeah, that's, that's true. what yeah. movie stars used to be. You know, like they don't have to be like fucking like superheroes literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he, he's more like Vin Diesel now. You know. Honestly, yeah. I mean, he's a he's better actor. I'm saying the way he's in his movies. You know, the kind of like what his no, character's yeah. allowed to do almost. You know. Yeah. Like, very restricted. Yeah. This is why yeah. Chang and Fat's always going to be the best action star. No, no. He's willing to... Like, he's willing wide to die. Ranging. <laughs> he has a lot more wide... Well, and he's willing to die. More wide so. ranging, willing to die, yeah. Well, but, but back to the movie. <laughs> that's, that's part of the point. Tom Cruise was used to more willing to yes. do stuff like this, yes. obviously, like we're saying. Yeah. Just used yeah. to have more. I mean, I don't want to say more range because I do think he. I, I think I. I, I think he's once probably he, somewhere in there. Once know? he stop. Once he gets too old to make these action movies, I do think he's going to go back to actual making drama. So I hope be, so. That would be interesting. I hope so. Could we? I think. I think. I think he's gonna go back. He can go. He's the. I think he's that type. I think what he's gonna go back. What, what, who's the director? Maybe supporting though. What's the story? I want to see it first. I don't know. I just can't see it. I can't see him going back to being like kind of like. He's gonna have to. It's either that or retire. Imagine him like a western. Movie, like, no, oh, yes, yes, I can. Yes, no, I can. He, he want to do it. He want to do it. I can maybe see I can it. picture him. As maybe. a bit part, maybe. Like, kind of like a no, like, role. it's just like. And like in what, that's where it's no, I think Tom Cruise is a great actor. I still think he's, he's a great actor if he wants sure. to be. Yeah. Like, I just don't think he wants to be right now. Like, I think he that's wants what I'm this, saying. Like, he wants to be. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Right that's now. why I don't think he is anymore because he doesn't want to be. Well, I think he wants to act in movies more than he wants to be an action star at the end of the day. Like, so once he once he stops we'll being able, like, I don't think but, he, I don't okay. think he's not the man that I think is going well, to retire. He, he could First be, question: Will he ever stop trying to be an action star? Maybe he just starts to. Well, I think he maybe 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 he just wants I'd to. Watch, do I'd watch a Tom Cruise directed action movie. Well, he basically does direct them. 
like he something. basically code wrecks them with McClory. Yeah. But like, like I'm I'm curious. Like maybe he's like just trying to pump up a bunch of action movies right now because he knows like he won't be able to do it. Yeah, much longer. that's what I'm hoping honestly. Because I do yeah. think I, I I hope and I do think he's going to go back to more. Time. And I, more he, he also loves doing stunts cool. too. Like yeah. Well, like what would I just don't see it. I would have to see it to believe it. I yeah. want to see it, and I hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the movie. Back to the movie <laughs> this is where we get the mother, the visit at the hospital with the mom, yeah, because he's basically he making Jamie Foxx tell about because, his life. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and yeah, he he, he says like he's he all he, it's a routine that he goes to his mom because yeah. it's his mom, and, and like, he's like yeah, and like basically Tom Cruise gets mad at him because he's like yeah, like if you, if you don't go, then the, no someone's gonna basically they they know if you have a routine, schedule, yeah, yeah, stick to it. So yeah, if you have a routine and you don't go somewhere, they're and someone's gonna start asking questions, basically, and yeah. that's something he doesn't want. Yes, because yes. he's basically a ghost. Like he's yeah. that type of hitman. Yeah, yeah. Has the hair for a ghost? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's probably yeah. why. Yeah. Um. But no, the scene at the hospital is honestly it's it's a great scene because the mom and Jamie Foxx's relationship is hilarious. It is, yeah. And then like her and Tom Cruise are honestly it's some of the best scenes of the movie in my opinion. Like they're no, because it's so funny when she thinks it's just Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Flowers. She's yeah. like, why'd why you, you waste money flowers? on those flowers? Why you waste money on those flowers? They're just gonna lose because it's like well because and then she Jamie... sees Tom Cruise. She's like, oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Jamie Foxx says, why am I getting your flowers? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah. just gonna say it's not worth. Like yeah, why'd you spend my money? And then he's like, "You buy flowers because people buy flowers. That's yeah, what people yeah. do." <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like trying to teach like Don, the irony and Tom Cruise trying yeah. to teach Jamie Fox how to yeah, be like yeah. a decent like yeah like polite human being basically. Like, it's but like, yeah, the switch in the mom's tone whenever she realizes he's the one at the bottom is hilarious. It's like, oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> then Tom Cruise sees this chance as like chance to take he takes the briefcase basically in the scene right he takes it uh, yeah jamie fox takes the briefcase but it's also like i don't know i don't know what would have happened like i don't know if tom cruise would have used his mom as a threat if he didn't steal the briefcase either like i i honestly don't know because like tom cruise does use his mom as a threat later like yeah, that's how he gets him to work with him again yeah. it's like you have to do you have to go in to see felix or i'm gonna go if you if you're not back in like an hour i can't remember how long he, how long he gave him but he's like if you're not back by this time I think it's actually ten minutes. Actually, yeah. fuck, that, that was a lot faster. Because like, because yeah, because they were starting to run behind a little bit. But um, he had like ten minutes to get that file from Felix. And if he wasn't back in the cabin ten minutes, he was going to go drive to his mom, drive to the hospital, kill his mom, and then leave. Damn. <laughs> or something like that. Because he didn't have the list anymore. So. Which now I'm thinking about that might have ended up saving Tom Cruise too, because they're watching them from they the, are, the yeah. FBI is like watching them from out, yeah. or the feds anyway. They say or watching them, and they ask, "Is there anyone in that cab?" But they don't see it. Yeah, no, that's what, yeah, Mark But if Tom Ruffalo, Cruise yeah. ended up getting out of that cab, they would have known. Yeah. That someone was in there. Yeah. And that's what he tells, he tells Max or uh, Jamie Foxx in that scene. He's like, you have to go in because they don't know my face. Like, yes, like yes. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, they don't know anything. Line, yeah. Yeah. Do you have it written down? I I'll right now, find but... it. But yeah, he says something about like, basically I'm anonymous. Yeah. But yeah, the... I don't meet people. Risk management. Anonymity. 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 I protect mine. You're not going to screw that up. Anonymity. Anonymity. Yes. Anonymity. 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 Anonym
this is where his confidence starts to change, where he starts to feel like he has his confidence that he can actually do stuff like this, basically. Because he becomes Vincent. Like, he has he to become Vincent yes. to actually, like, like, yeah, like he's to so, survive. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. And he, he, yeah, he, he, like, he gains that confidence throughout. He yeah, literally takes off his glasses, too, I think, when yeah. he, like, changes, literally. Yeah. And we should mention Javier Bardem, too. Great shaped head. Yeah, he's, villain, yeah. he's like barely in the movie, but barely. He's good in the scene. He's good. He's good. He's the classic villain. He's like him and Benicio del Toro, or or no, him and I guess maybe del Toro, but like him and Mads Mikkelsen are like the classic. Yes, like, yes. This Hollywood casting villain, yeah. like yeah. yeah, like the. I literally just mentioned no controlled men. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. No, but his story about uh, what Black Pedro, yeah, the Black Pedro story about like oh, the yeah. opposite of like Santa, basically. That's it's the creepy. Story. It's creepy. Oh, dude, he says so many weird, like the way he pronounces so many words, you can tell he's just going all out. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, and this is like, because Jimmy, because Jimmy Fox doesn't change to this confident guy yet, so we're thinking, oh, like this is gonna go poorly for him probably yeah. because they're gonna figure out he's not Vincent, and then all of a sudden he's just like. Okay, before before we go on, can you tell that motherfucker behind me to put his gun away before yeah. I blow his head off? Or the, before like, he, he, he says quotes the same. That, but... No, he quotes the same thing Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Vincent said earlier to him where it's basically I wrote some of it down where he says, uh, "But hey, shit happens. Got to roll with it. Adapt, Darwin. I Ching. Yeah, Darwin. I Ching. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's just another of the improv stuff. Yes, you know, exactly. No, no. Michael Mann loves stuff. that in all the movies. So. Yeah, but like Jamie Foxx becomes Vincent, like we've been saying in this scene, and yeah. he makes he makes them believe that he is Vincent, and he's does such a good job that it goes to your point of like the alter ego, basically of like the cops now believe he's Vincent too, like Vincent's a ghost, basically, like we like he's this is basically what Vincent's yeah. wanted this whole time is for Jamie Foxx to be thought of as Vincent, so yeah. that he gets like all the blame pinned on him essentially. Which, yeah, it shows how good of an assassin Tom Cruise's character is. Yes, like, yeah, it does, and, and I like how you point out how it's basically like Tom Cruise, I mean, uh, Jamie Foxx has to become Vincent in this scene. Because it's like, uh, and I think this is true in a lot of Michael Mann's movies, because it reminded me of this quote in The Insider, and I'll read it in a second. But this whole idea of the a situation and what the person is in is what changes the person. You know, yeah. where like, like you said, it's literally survival. That's why he changes as yeah. a person almost, you know, because the situation almost presented itself like that. And uh, in the Insider, have you guys both? I you guys, seen it. Yeah, damn, it's one of the ones I've seen. It's a great movie. I've seen. I think seven. It's, it's, it's uh, and it's a it's a movie about like um, the kind of shady shit that was going on with tobacco companies towards the end, where they were trying to hide stuff uh, from the public and everything. Yeah, and it's one uh, good guy that's trying to fight that basically. And uh, one of the quotes in the movie is. Uh, Ordinary, ordinary people under extraordinary pressure, Mike. What the hell do you expect? Grace and consistency. <laughs> but this whole idea of regular people facing these kind of yeah. like extreme situations and what they're going to do about it, you know, and how they face it, and they just seem a little more realistic than just like a modern blockbuster. But even like Mission Impossible, if yeah, we're yeah, the two, yeah. you know, where they just feel a lot different because of that. You know, where Fox feels like a real guy almost. At he least, feels way more. At least real the emotions of a real guy. Yeah, even yeah, if he doesn't yeah. feel like a real guy, like the emotions of it. You know, that yeah. what kind of panic you would have or. You literally have to be in this situation where your mom is about to die. Well, it's like I, uh, you your mom honestly, will die if you don't do this. Yeah. That moment, well, you can honestly you know? compare this scene directly to Haley Atwell's scene and like her becoming Vanessa Kirby, like her okay, character, okay, and, like the White yes. Widow, and that. Like the the two different types of ways to do it. Obviously, like both portraying All the right, same type yes. of ner- nervousness and like having to become someone else. But one is way more realistic. Or it like, feels, it way, feels like way the more ideal real. feels way more at least important in the movie too. Yeah, it just feels like well, it just feels more real because Jamie Foxx's character feels like a real character. Yes, yes. But um, and we've been seeing how nervous he is throughout the whole movie and everything. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. No, but no, I agree with that. 
But yeah, the next the next thing that we get after that is the Fever Nightclub, which yeah. is just crazy. Which I, I did I did remark so in Johnny's good. forum. Tired of the party. You did. You Actually, did. that's why I was like, I, like, oh, look I, I, hate I do really <laughs> like this one mainly because it like I I, I, just, I think it's kind of boring when like oh the crowd can't tell what's going on and everything. But I like, can see that. But like with this one, but this accurate. one does a great job just with the sounds of like yeah. Yeah, Tom sounds. Cruise randomly breaking people's legs and stuff while yeah. he walks by them and everything. Yeah. Oh. No, it's it's, and it's like the whole screen on the back is really cool. Like, but to be honest, I kind of have to disagree with you. I just like a good club scene. Like, I, if, I have to take a fight scene into a normal alleyway versus a fight scene in a, a club alleyway. I'm gonna take the club. Okay. You know, I like the flashing lights. Exactly. And That's the music, the pumping music really goes well. I can't, well I can't, with I can't, the, I can't, like, I can't fault you for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this one's great. This one is, is a great one. fantastic because it's got the thing of like this real time, like you were saying, of like uh, we're watching Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise drive to Fever Nightclub, and we're watching the cops also on, yes. like booking it there because they realize, like they think they think at this point, like Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx is Vincent. Like so, yeah. the FBI is all after him, and Mark you basically Ruffalo's don't know the only how, one. You don't know knows. who's gonna end up with who at the end. of You the don't, crowd, yeah, basically. like because that's another great part is like we lose them in the crowd yes, yes like like michael mann does a really good job of making sure we lose them in yes, the crowd yes, yes. and then only not basically only tom cruise knows where everyone is because he goes around hunting for all the cops because he's i think they're cops at least they might be that they might be protection for the guy that he's there to kill but i'm pretty sure that the cops that walk in or the fbi agents that walk in well they're trying they to repair pieces they think stuff. vincent it's jamie fox yeah but they whoever they think vincent they know vincent is going to try to kill this guy at the club yeah so they're, so they're trying to get to him, him. Yeah. yeah and tom cruise sees them but they don't know who vincent is actually yes so yeah yeah and tom cruise sees them yes and he goes Starts through and tries them. to pick them off basically one by one it's a just brutal action yes, amazing yes. scenes dude um once, once again not caring about anyone else around them or anything when he yeah, shoots yeah, yeah. yeah. literally not at all literally not at all yeah. And we uh, mentioned earlier, Fox about the you know he thinks he's gonna escape. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's just great. Like because Mark Ruffalo is the only guy that believes. Exactly. The only guy that he dies immediately. Zapped. Yeah, immediately dies too. It just I love I love that like a lot of quick deaths. Like even yes. when I mentioned later, like when uh, Tom Cruise is about to give his final speech at the end, and uh, Jamie Foxx just shoots him right away. Yes. Like, that's just great too. You know, it's it a lot is. of quick. Like all, they feel a little more realistic in the way a gunshot would go. You know, yeah. uh, versus like the whole speech a lot of movies have and stuff. Yeah. But that's just another example of that. Yeah. And then we end up back in the cab, you know, because you think he's about to escape, like, you know, uh, he's finally gotten rid of the... Yes. He's gotten rid of the demons. Yeah. But now he's back. No, yeah, and this is where Tom Cruise goes on his whole, like, I'm pretty sure this is where it's billion years and we're just a speck of dust. He's like, he's like, fates intertwined, cosmic coincidence, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. No, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure he says there's no good reason, to li- there's no good reason, there's no bad reason to live yeah. or die. So there's just a lot of good quotes in this. Like, no, he says, then what are you, indif- yeah, he says, indifferent, millions of galaxies of hundreds of millions of stars and a speck, and a speck on, on one in a blink. That's us, lost in space. The cop, you, me, who notices. Exactly. Such a good line. Yeah, that is so good. Um, but yeah, this is where Fox is basically just like turning and turning his philosophy around on him yeah. by yeah. speeding up and driving super fast. And Tom Cruise is going, hey, slow down, slow down. He's yeah. starting to get really nervous about all this. And then Jamie Foxx is like, what? You, you said we're just specs on a specs on this like planet out here. Like, uh, what do you care if we live or die? Well, yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. crashes the cab. Oh, crashes man. it. Oh man. Yeah, Which, it's, it's amazing. Great, it's reversing. Scene, like honestly. literally applying what Cruz says in real life. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, like, poking uh, the holes in it. Basically. You guys have seen yes. Rope? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I'm literally just thinking of this right now while we talk about this, because Rope has a very similar theme of the movie where it's about this whole 
you know, it starts with the, them killing it because they think they're better than every. You know, they're they think they're, they can hide it. The yeah. whole super, uh, Nietzsche, they think they're interpreting Nietzsche Superman the right way and everything. And they yeah. think they're better people and everything. And then uh, Jimmy Stewart is like, uh, he's the one that's like actually the one that's supposed to be giving them those like ideas. And at the end, when he finds out that's the reason they did it, he kind of like freaks out. He's like, "You guys use my ideas wrong. Like that's yeah. not what I meant and everything." Yeah. And like him freaking out about that is almost like very similar to Tom Cruise in this one. He's like he's just been giving yeah. it to philosophy. Like when he actually <laughs> yeah. sees someone Whatever else, he actually it, does yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. he's like, oh shit! Like no, that's not what I meant. Like, like I did yeah. that, that yeah. was for yeah. you, not for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah. whole idea of like, because uh, he even says at the very beginning, right when he like it's in their first conversation in the cap, he says something like, oh, you're a type of man that doesn't like to uh, say you like to do, don't you? Yeah. And like, there's yeah, yeah. another example of that where he's like, I, he doesn't even want to hear he, like his version of following Tom Cruise's philosophy, just doing it. Yeah. You know? Because like yeah. he even he. <laughs> He, he actually says this line before Tom Cruise died. I think about it. Because he's like, whenever he's driving real fast, he's like, stop driving this fast. He's the end time, and Jamie Foxx is like, what are you going to do, shoot me? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do, shoot me? Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. like, what's he going to do? He can't do yes. it if like if he, if he doesn't want to wreck the cab anyway. Like, exactly. <laughs> I think he's actually making a point where a lot of these, a lot of people that aren't even like this, that are very nihilistic, or like, oh, what does it matter? You know, what's yeah. the end of the world? But They care I, about themselves. Yes, yeah, they're the most selfish the people, yeah. you know? Um, and, yeah. Which doesn't really make any sense, yeah. you know, because if you really didn't, like, why would you be so selfish about your own life? Yeah. It just, it just, you know? it also avoids like the typical, like, you know, you see like, uh, there's like villains that people say like, oh, they were right, you know, all yes, along. But yes. it kind of eliminates that because he is kind of calling him out as a hypocrite. Michael Mann is, he definitely is. Yeah, he's, he's like, like really showcasing. That's that. why it almost like Jamie Foxx is actually making a brave decision in this moment. Oh yeah, where it's like yeah. this is actually his best option instead of letting people die. Yeah, almost like turning Tom Cruise's philosophy on his head. Yes, you know, instead of being like. Uh, just to keep going on, just going along with it. Yeah, no, it is a really good. Well, also, we get the reveal here that his final victim is Chada Pinkett Smith. Yes, or like yes, potential yes, victim. Yes. Which the first time I watched this, I did not see that coming. No, I didn't either. And which it shocked me. I was like, oh shoot! Like, well, yeah, because she's been out of the movie for an hour like, and a half. And, like, so. Of course, after you realize it, you're like, okay, that makes so much sense why she's in like. Like, yes. That makes so much Why sense. Why they're at the same building too at the beginning? Yeah, well, it, well, and she's the lawyer. She's a lawyer, and yeah. you, kinda, a lawyer. you learn that they're like he's like it's about a case or whatever. Yeah, you learn that he's killing witnesses. And so, and like, and like once you so. realize, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. But it was so long ago. Yeah, like it was literally at the beginning of the movie that at this point you kind of forgot about it, basically. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, but this is just another point of like Jamie Foxx having to become a badass essentially, or trying to or having to become Vincent yeah. to like becoming the person they think he is, ba- like the cops think he is, basically because they see the. Uh, the cop that's helping him, like, that arrived at the scene, sees the dead body in his, in his trunk. Yeah. And that's whenever his demeanor changes completely, and he's still going to arrest Jamie Foxx. And, uh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx, that's, he becomes innocent again, and just doesn't let it happen. But at the same time, making at least that cop a witness to, like, this might actually be Vincent. Because he didn't see the actual Vincent. Yeah. Like, all he saw was Jamie exactly. Foxx, and then he yeah. did this, and so it's like, he must be the actual Vincent. Like, he must be the person that did this, basically. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, we get we we do get like he 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 goes and calls Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, and we so he's this is a shot where he's looking at like the skyscraper vibes. Yes. She's because that's like Hitchcock vibes too. Oh, big time Hitchcock like, vibes. I had this written down because also Brian De Palma uh, body double. Which where he's, like, he's blow looking at the l- looking at like the action through like the window. So basically. you know what that reminded me of though is Paris, Texas. When oh, he's okay. when he's standing oh. in the parking, literally yeah. in the parking lot, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at the, Damn, both of those. Yeah, yeah, both of the daughter. It's like, it's like the, those two mixed. Yeah. Like I'm just saying the way it's shot too is very similar. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one I especially loved how you could see I like it happens towards the end of the of the long shot basically of like him just like 
or the long the long scope is that the long shot that's what it's called i'm pretty sure i don't know but um he, you're just looking at the skyscraper and you see tom cruise the floor below him and jada pinkett smith up yes, the very yes, top yes, left yes. corner oh, yeah like you can see everyone on the same screen at the same time like jamie fox looking at them and you yep. can see both of them yep. up oh, there yeah. it's just such a great mm-hmm. scene he's like he's one floor below you yes, like he, yes. it's just we don't have shots well, like there's, that there's another great shot honestly, too from the other perspective <laughs> of tom cruise inside yes and it has the focus on him yes and then it changes focus to Jamie Foxx tiny outside. Yes. And like seeing how like Jamie Foxx can see him up there and stuff. Yeah, uh, and, so and you could and you could even say like Tom Cruise if you just turn around might be able to see him too. Yes. He oh, doesn't, dude, but because so I, I think the picture I'm gonna use is from this scene. Yes. It's where we see Tom Cruise in the foreground, he's a little out of focus. And in the background, we see all the city lights behind him through the window. Yeah. I'll show you guys. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. No, I know. And he kind of looks like a ghost, yeah. too, in this yeah. one, too, because he's changing the focus where he's, like, kind of blurry, too. Yeah. yeah. And oh, Michael Mann, so Michael Mann, you know. Oh, Michael Mann. Michael Mann's Man's city light. shots are. Oh, oh, city yeah. shots, just lights. Well, this one's especially, oh, like, God. scary because Jada Pinkett, like, he cuts the lights to the building, obviously. Oh, that, that's And that shot, the shot that you're talking about specifically... Like, we don't see him sp- him at first, or, like, we don't see him till later, but, like, we see, like, just the dark room, yes. and you can see and the city behind walks him, and then he slowly yeah. walks in, and it's just, like... Oh, it's so gorgeous, dude. So good, yeah. man. Oh, my God. But, like, once he kills those lights, Jada Pinkett Smith, she's inside the building, and if she stands in those window frames, he would be able to see where she yeah, is, yeah. basically. Like, that's how dark it is, and how, how, how well, like, at least it's shot. And but. the way he realizes that she's there is He's from her listening. phone. Oh, I thought that was... Because I think he, she, he's in her office, I think. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, she's yeah, in her yeah. apartment, but I guess her office phone is probably connected because he sees her phone is, like, on or something when she's, like, looking, when yeah. he's, like, looking through her office. He yeah, sees she sees she has a call. Yeah, or she's and that's when he call. decides to cut the electricity. Yeah. Which makes it more just kind of like a, almost a horror-like scene. Oh, it's definitely And this definitely scene. turns more horror aspect. Oh, there's a lot of horror aspects because we'll get to the train, uh, I mean, the subway at the very end, but, yeah. like... Just oh, it's like it's honestly it's my favorite shot in the movie where Tom Cruise like we see the subway going and we think Jamie Foxx and them have escaped, but at the last second we see Tom Cruise jump, jump on, on the back it, of yeah. him. Oh, oh it's so good. No, these... and, then we, and then it cuts to a close up of him, his face like he's like a horror villain, like he's oh, like, yeah. like a monster basically. Yeah. Well, he's also and just a horror escape. villain looking for Jay Pinkett Smith because like he just stops there and listens, and then he can hear her knees shuffling on the ground. That's how he knows yeah. where she is, basically, before Jamie Foxx comes and saves the day, like he already said. Yeah. Like, we're gonna shoot me. <laughs> Bang. Oh, such a, just such a great shot. But, like, this is... My favorite part of this whole, of this whole section, of this whole sequence, is, like, this whole thing of, like, I've been talking about, like, the dark side of Tom Cruise, basically, of, like, we see him running all the time in, like, Mission Impossible and all these, all these movies for good. And you never think of how terrifying that would be if he was running after you, trying to kill you, exactly. <laughs> until you watch these scenes, and you're like, "Oh my god, this man this is give fucking up. terrifying!" <laughs> like Ethan Hunt doesn't give up. Ethan Hunt doesn't give up. No, he's he's actually terrifying. These scenes chasing after them, like, um, but yeah, they get on the, uh, they get on that on the uh, metro, the metro, like, uh, and they can't get off of it at that stop that they were playing to because Tom Cruise is extremely smart, obviously. He's yes. like an amazing he's, assassin. He's waiting with a gun right there waiting for them to get outside He the knows door. that if they're on this... I don't know if he knows that they're on the Metro yet. Like, I think he knows he's pretty sure they are. I think but he, he knows... It's a good guess, basically. It's a good guess. Yeah. He knows that if they are on the train, they're, in the, tra- right they're in the cars ahead of him. So he's pointing his gun directly yes, where they yes. have to walk out. Yeah. Honestly, this feels like a Mission Impossible moment, too. It does, honestly. And like, oh, the entity knows he's going to get off or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> entity? Oh, God. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, this just leads, obviously, to the ending that just brings everything kind of full circle of yes. him telling the last... Or, like, it's just... I, I especially love in this scene how Jamie Foxx is still kind of a scared human. 
Like he's just the yeah. scared guy. Like yes, he does. Yes, he's yes, like yes, he might yes, have yes, changed. Yes. He might have changed and become more courageous, but he's still terrified for, about what's going to happen because whenever Tom Cruise is walking up and talking to him, like telling him like, "Hey, uh, Max, all this stuff." And Vincent just gets up, and they both start shooting at each other, like through the doors. Yeah, and, it's uh, like a John Woo moment. Almost. It is like, <laughs> it's a, John like a face Woo off. Moment. It's like a John Woo moment, but it's also like Max is still scared. Like the way he fires his gun, the first time whenever he fires and hits Tom Cruise's ear, it's like he doesn't really know how to shoot a gun. Obviously, yeah. And this scene is the same way because he like he gets lucky, at least in my opinion, that he hit him the first time because yeah. the, all of his other bullets hit the door, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hit yeah, the yeah, door yeah. right where he's standing, exactly. like. Um, so it's just based, at it's least quinti- on, it's, it's coincidence. It's like his lucky, this is a good coincidence, Tom Cruise yeah. out of bullets, basically. Basically, yeah. And he just missed him. Like, he missed, yeah. He missed, like, exactly. and, and he didn't, and Max didn't, so. Yeah. But yeah, it ends with that, uh, with the great, with the great quote, if you have it. If you have the full thing, I want, well, I want you to read, because I didn't write the full thing down. Well, uh, he dies, at, basically just says a guy gets on the MTA here in LA, dies, think everybody will notice. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it just head. slumps his head and dies. Yeah. Yeah, great and ending. It's a great ending. Some dude. great shots of yes. them walking. Like he puts the, his jacket over and everything. Yeah, because yeah. it makes you think again. Like they still don't know that. Like if if J.A. Pinkett Smith were to somehow die or something on the way home, they would still think it was Jamie. Foxx. Exactly. Until yeah. something happens there, like it's exactly. still not like an unresolved story because no one knows. Like he's just a he's just a ghost on a dead on a train now. And a lot obviously a lot of Basically. cops thought it was him. If, no, like, yeah, they were easily waiting yeah. to be like he's been to it. Like, yes, yeah. And I kind of like the sending too because it doesn't really like solidify whether like oh does Jamie Fox really get the girl? Because like how do you no, know? Like, just, yeah. I think it leaves it just as a story. Yeah, yeah, I think that, it, yeah that's a good it leaves point. at the level story or almost just being like this was all just kind of for Jamie Fox's growth. You know. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or as. Uh, as uh, us, I did find it with Jamie, Jamie yeah. Fox anyway, you know. And I think a lot of, uh, yeah, I think that's a good way to end it too. Because yeah. I think Michael Mann does a good job of making it feel cinematic and real time at the same time. Yes. Which I really love. And cuts out a lot of filler too. It's yes. like really oh, to yes. the point. It's very efficient. You know, it's efficient. Yeah, I like that. No, yeah, but great that movie. is that is collateral. Great movie, honestly. I liked it a lot more this time than I did same, the first time same. as well. Um, Watch the Insider though. Definitely. I do need to watch the Insider. Honestly, one of Russell Crowe's best roles too. Okay. No, I just Easily. need to finish. I need to finish this. And Al Pacino. Because I only have like four more, I think, that I need to watch for Man. Maybe yeah, five, but I don't have very many more from him that I need to watch. And we got Ferrari coming out eventually. Yeah, that's, that's this year too. Yeah. This year, Is next it? year, or something oh, okay. like that. Oh, we gotta go on strike. We can't watch any more new movies, you know. They'll they'll resolve it soon. Re- yeah. oh, I doubt it, but <laughs> not soon. But... It depends. I don't know. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening this week. Next week, we are going to be doing Barbenheimer. Yes. Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Hopefully. We're, we're going to be the only podcast to do a Barbenheimer. The only uh, one. Uh, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. All right, we're going to be the only one that's like two weeks late. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it special, though. Yeah, exactly. we're, we're, we're not yeah. like film festival. You guys, you guys, get, yeah. you guys get Asteroid City to release. Everyone will actually have time to watch it. First. Yeah, yeah. More time to digest it, yeah, which is yeah, the, exactly. the way everything should be reviewed. I mean, honestly. honestly yes. Yeah, that's why that gets so much in my rule of critics should be the last people to watch movies, not the first. <laughs> okay. Well, if, if I was president. Yeah. If I was president. <laughs> this is my mission statement as yes. president. This is what you will be elected yeah. before. <laughs> You'll get the cinephile vote, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening this week, and until next time, we hope to see you floating through the clouds.